Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Morning, uh, welcome to the show. Summer breakfast on this public holiday, Australia Day, the 26th of January. Julian DeStoop and Simon O'Donnell with you. Big show coming up, but a big day, a big day in the life of Simon O'Donnell. 60 years young today. Happy birthday, Scoop. Thank you, Jules. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 60. Yep. How's it feel? Yeah, two-thirds there. Why are you putting an end date on it? Oh, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Mighty out. That'll do. All right. Good day. Good to be alive. What are you doing Good for the up. day? I'm going to feed the cows this morning. Nice. Surely it doesn't cows, end there. Surely sure it doesn't end there. I'll have a quiet bite of lunch with the family. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I'll, I'll, as I just said to Nims, I think I'll have a snooze. Ah, well, yeah. yeah. Have a snooze. Snooze. Yeah. A little... Late afternoon siesta. Nice. And then be bright as a button. Oh, well, I'm not with you. No, you're with anyway. Kane tomorrow. No. You'll have to be up and about tomorrow. <sighs> have to be ready to throw some punches he'll be tomorrow. Off the, he'll be I? off the long run. And he'll he's just back from holiday. Hasn't had any yeah. air time for a while, so you have him stacked yeah. up, ready to go. He'll, he'll be wanting to, <laughs> want to. He'll have a few in the gun, won't he? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, it'll be, be a fun day tomorrow. He'll be fully, so fully loaded. I want to really have my wits about me tomorrow. Okay. But I've got a problem. I walked in this morning. Thank you. You brought me in a bottle of wine, and I'm assuming the other wrap parcel here is another bottle. Mm, look, it looks wine-ish. Yeah. It's a bit of a worry, really, isn't it? Why? Well, everyone just gives me wine. <laughs> what? Should I be known as the wine-o? Yeah, maybe. That's all right. Yeah. Connoisseur. <laughs> so if you want to ring up, wish Simon no, happy birthday. Thank you, everyone. Your favourite memories of it. Simon as a no, cricketer, a footballer. No, don't you dare start Big name that. in the racing industry. Media talent performer. We had, that, we had that crap go on in our messages last night, and there'll be none of that. We'll get on with the show. There's oh, lots so we're not, to allowed, talk about. not allowed to celebrate your birthday, you Grinch. There's lots to talk about. Yeah, there is plenty Why to is talk Novak about. Why is Novak Djokovic so good? <laughs> That's a very good question. Like, he doesn't look he... any better than Rublev, but he makes him look ordinary. How? He just dictate. We'll ask BP that question because he and Mark Woodford are both are going to join us uh, today on the McCafe menu, our official coffee partner. Um, well, he just dictates the court. It's quite and, extraordinary. Uh, he's and but he's got but he's got the extra motivation this year. He's not happy. He's angry. What happened last year? People questioning his injuries. People in the crowd yelling at him. The guy last night just kept saying, "Send him home, Rublev. Send him home, Rublev." <laughs> I think that's quite clever because there's a double message there. You can yell that at any match. There's a few sporting contests I, I can never miss. The two preliminary finals in the AFL, I, I adore yep. them because they're generally Best fantastic. weekend of footy. And then the grand final, I love a grand final. Just to see where players are at from a, you know, a commitment point of view and whether they're mentally right to you know, go that next level and what, what they how they handle grand final day and whatever. And... I went. I was a fan of Rublev until the end of the first game. First game. First game. Not the set. First no, game. The first game. Oh, so he said two days to build up to play Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Two days. Yep. So he walks out on the court. He loses the first game, and he looks straight at his box oh, and gestures yeah. as if, like, what? Yeah. 
Well, what? What can no, they thought, do? Mate, if you can't think for yourself mm. further than the first game, yeah. buddy, you're knackered. Correct. And he was knackered. He mm. just got absolutely wiped off the court. So I just couldn't understand the mentality. After it's not a good four side. points, mm. he was already flustered and, and needed help. I thought, mate, your 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 history. Yeah. And a number of people have said, and and who am I to knock the lake? I, I try and look for things of, of why you won't get to where people think you're going to mm-hmm. be. Um, and, and I don't always do it, but sometimes they stand out. And yesterday that stood out to me. And BP said a couple of times, we're asking this morning as well, like, he stayed at that five to ten for three years. He can't sort well, of he's, he's get zip, himself. He's zip seven in quarterfinals in Grand Slams. Yeah, and then that's the other other mm. one. You know, he hasn't got past a quarterfinal. So there, there's a real blank there. Now, I don't know how he fixes that because that does, yesterday – And that's probably not a talent problem, is it? No, this is between his ears. Mm. That was extraordinary yesterday, mm. what he did – and then, you know, the commentators, you start listening to him talk about his second serve always goes to the same spot and it's this pace and you think, oh, well, okay, everyone now knows. So that's why he doesn't get any further. You can't blast him off with his forehand or his backhand. They all know what he's going to do. Mm. So he, he need, the Russian needs to reinvent himself on and off the court. Yeah, it was number four versus five seeds last night. Like it looked like four oh. versus 200. Yeah, correct. Mm. Correct. No, he did it easy again, Novak, last night, 6-1, So he now plays Tommy Paul, who's won one title in his life. He's never been past the fourth round of a major, and he's through to the semifinals after he bet. His compatriot uh, Shelton yesterday in four sets. So uh, that's going to be be one of the great upsets in Grand Slam history. Mm. Tommy Paul, the world number 35, can knock over Novak Djokovic uh, in the semifinals. Now, just... It, 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 just one further. Have you read about racing's Jigger scandal? Well, another one? Yeah. What? Jigger scandal. Where's this going? Up in Queensland. No, there's a Jigger scandal. No, in not, a, not the Jiggers. Yeah, the Jiggers. Surely the Jiggers are oh, gone the from race. Shocks. Yeah. No, mate. No, this is the biggest Jigger I've ever read about. What's going on? It's here? a massive Jigger. Well, up in Queensland at Emerald, where they park the their barriers, mm-hmm. it was touching electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You shouldn't laugh. Some strange things happen in racing. All the barriers (laughs) were electrified. (laughs) (laughs) How does that happen? It's the biggest racing jigger of all time. What racetrack was this at? Emerald. Emerald. Where's Emerald? uh, Queensland. Yeah, but whereabouts in Queensland? Uh, Out in the bush? Yeah, yeah, it's out in the bush, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, when I read that, I thought, that is absolutely Jesus, Strange brilliant. things happen in racing. You know, yep. a couple of weeks ago, the tumbleweeds stopped the races in oh. Murray Bridge. Stewards ordered club officials to rectify the issue. <laughs> We're satisfied to proceed with the meeting. <laughs> oh, upon further review of race four, stewards are satisfied that the issue had no impact on any, any of the runners in the event. Unprecedented scenes. Jockeys complained of getting a rude shock when they got tingling <laughs> sensation without touching the back. Rude shock, all right. More than a rude shock. Uh, Jigger oh, scandaling Queensland. That's, that's what we need the headline. Jigger scandaling That'll get everyone reading. That's the headline. Know, I'm not sure how many horses are in the event, but, you know, like, you know, 12 horses jiggered in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, Jigger uh, on a few jockeys wouldn't hurt every now and then. Strange things happen in uh, sport. Have you, seen the net, have you seen what happened in the netball this morning? So the Diamonds are playing in the final of the quad series against the Silver Ferns. So the big rivalry. I saw one of the girls hit the deck last yeah. night hard. Yeah, so the, the New Zealand uh, goal shooter shot the ball. It went in, and as it went in, 
the goal attack sort of wrestled the Aussie goalkeeper to the ground. So the ball went in, mm. and then the whistle blew. So it would have been the goal should have stood, and then it's a foul that goes to Australia. Clear as day that the goal went in. None of the refs saw that the goal went in. So they did a little ball up. Oh. So the the central ref went to the one on the sideline. He said, oh, I was looking at something behind the play. But you look at the replay, It looked ex- the ref looked like she was looking at the goal. No score review in netball. So uh, Catherine Cox, who was commentating, it said, oh, we'd, lo- we'd, we'd love to get involved and tell them it was in. We've got it clear as day, but we're not allowed. Oh. And a system. Well, the Aussies were going to win anyway. They were six or seven goals in front, but... Jesus, close finish. It would have been some controversy. Wow. Now, the topic we finished on yesterday, movies that you've walked out on. Any follow-up? Any correspondence to that? Yeah, I got smashed. By who? My wife. What do you mean? She said, when did you go and see Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) Didn't go with me. (laughs) I said, no, I didn't go and see it. I said, I wasn't saying that I'd seen it. I was saying you know, it was meant to be you know, a bit salacious, the movie, and, and the book apparently. And I, and I haven't read the book either, I said. <laughs> you made it sound said, like – you did make it sound like you've read the book. Yeah, yeah and quite right. Mm. She said the same thing. I said, well, I apologise. I said, I haven't read the book or been to the movie on my children's <laughs> lives. <laughs> That's good to see Mrs. Scoob's listening. Oh, yeah, mate. She gave me a hell of a – She listened from the start of the show or she just listens to the last well, half no an hour? I don't like that JDS bloke. You're challenging my marriage. Some of the things you're challenging up. your marriage at all. No, well, well, it's the integrity of my marriage. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, is there anyone out there that ducked off to see Fifty Shades of Grey without their wife? <laughs> if you did, give us a call one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Send us through a forty winks debit text zero four double three ninety eight eleven six. I got smashed by a few. Johnny Ralph smashed me. In our WhatsApp group, what, what are you talking about? Great movie. It's like, you know what it gets on? You, you, you had to go up Maverick yesterday. That's what I'm saying. About, about Maverick, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, Ralphie yeah. said it was a good, mate, great movie. Oh. Do you ever notice when you look up a movie, do you look at the ratings, like IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes? But Rotten I, Tomatoes gave it 98%. What's Rotten Tomatoes? It's just a movie review, sort of based on people's feedback, and then oh. they give it a percentage out of 100. Oh. Got 98%. <laughs> Maverick? Yes. No, it should have. Oh. Sometimes you need a dose of non-reality, not reality. Yeah, but that's not the issue. It's just... It's it's, it's two hours of peace and quiet and just you're floating around another world. So they had 30 years to think of a plot that Tommy Cruise is going to help out Goose's son. And... The, oh, come Good on. Good guy gets gorgeous oh. girl. I love it. Love it. You can't have a sequel that far apart. Half the actors aren't in it anymore. Tom Cruise doesn't look like Tom Cruise from the 80s. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He's aged pretty well, but he's still not to- the Tom Cruise of 30 years ago. What about when he walked into the cafe and drank the water and the kids said, Earth? Oh. Where am I? Oh, I said, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fantastic. <laughs> What a start. Oh, what a shot. What a start. What a shot. Took the G movie. level past 10. <laughs> what about that? It was a pop- and the Russians believed it. Was, it. was it you that said the Russians? That was you throwing that up. I said I didn't concentrate the that Russians much. I was so it was bored. A, some sort of, the Americans had some sort of new missile. They, they, 
They set up the satellites to try and find out where Tommy had landed. Shocking. Shocking movie. What about the wrestlers yesterday? It was great having them in. And you questioned whether a footy club was going to get involved with them. Hawks have popped up. So Brooksy got in my ear and said, I'm pretty sure they're doing something with Hawthorne today. You got any AFL club? Nah, I don't have time. There he is meeting, they're meeting CJ. Yeah. Big E, he's Big got Z- the Hawthorne jump <laughs> Come on, boys. He's massive, that Big E. He was sitting here next to me. Jeez. He's the one with a broken neck. I won't break it again. I didn't realise how big uh, Xavier was. Because you were opposite him and the computer's blocking my view of his arms. Jeez. Yeah, no, pipes on him as well. Um, um, Kofi, he was tiny. I don't think he enjoyed it. I don't think he... Oh, he didn't like it? I didn't like that. Didn't like Questioning his... You haven't got much about you. <laughs> well, he's the brains of the operation, yeah. clearly. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you throw... I reckon Liz Cambage had built him up. Kof. Kof but... can't come back in here, can he? <laughs> I think They're he's not allowed sh- back in. I think, he shed, he, I think he schedules a little bit. Oh, uh... mate, and that was a bit sick. That was sycophantic, what Nims was up there. Oh, my you know, God. Hugging them and getting no. photos of the hugging and... Uh, he was oh. he was Cameron Ling all day, oh. arm across, oh, not letting him get to stoppages. Yeah, followed him to the bench. Mm. Is it true that he followed him to the tennis? You know, Uber. What? <laughs> I think he followed him oh, to the did. tennis in Uber. Do <laughs> <laughs> <Did you> stalk <laughs> him and Nicky Negropontis from the online team. Goodness me, yeah. never see Nicky down on this level. Nims all of a sudden, he's show. in at quarter to six yesterday. Nims gets this show going in the morning. He, he, he does. All the buttons are on. We're all ready to go. That's why we're on oh. air. We we wouldn't be anything without Nims. Although yesterday he lost me a bit. <laughs> I'm a great supporter of Nims, but <laughs> you just can't act like that. Uh, when I, you know, before we get to the, the break, stars come to the show and Nims just hits the deck like he did. Like you know, off the forty winks temper. I walked out on the movie Arachnophobia because it wasn't not because it was bad, but because I was scared. You ever see the movie Arachnophobia? About the spiders. Oh, I remember watching it as a kid at a mate's place. And, I, you know, you're engrossed in the movie. And one of the – I was like seven or eight. One of my mates put a fake spider on my shoulder. I nearly went through the roof. Oh, you were an acrophobic. Not really, but this movie was right. a bit tough to watch. So I couldn't do snakes. Yeah, snakes aren't great. No, I, I can't stand snakes. Mm. I, I win 100 I, – I could beat – I could win 100 metre dash. If a snake if was you, close. You, you put a brown or a tiger at the back of the starting blocks. <laughs> I think I would too. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be very hard to beat. Yes. Really hard to beat. No, fair enough. Hey, on a McCafe menu today, Mark Woodford, Brett Phillips will both talk, join us to talk tennis. Alexandra Manley, part of the Team Jaco cycling team, head of the Cadell Evans uh, race. Of course, questions without notice. And last fan standing, thanks to Maccas, of course. Uh, all you have to, you know, to be crowned the last fan standing each weekday in summer breakfast across the day. Thirty-three questions to go, as Brooksy keeps saying. We'll give you eleven cricket questions, and the last fan standing after the eleventh question will have the chance to win on Monday. So that's Jan thirty. All daily winners will go into the final last fan standing quiz for the chance to take the overall prize. Flights for you and a mate to Delhi. Five nights premium five star accommodation. Attend a sports luncheon with the SEN commentary team. Corporate hospitality at the cricket. A thousand bucks spending money, and it's all thanks to Maccas. We'll do that at eight forty this morning. This is SEN summer breakfast on Simon O'Donnell's birthday for the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value. Kino Go now in Victoria. Up to twenty million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money credit card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
Welcome back to the show on Australia Day and Simon O'Donnell's 60th birthday. Uh, before we, you want to stagger about what you're going to tell me in a second, but uh, Andy from Terrelgan's uh, called in. I'm sure it's uh, to wish you a happy birthday and probably throw a curly question at us as well. You know, Andy. Happy birthday, Simon, and I hope you have a great show day. And g'day, Jules. I hope you have a great show day too. You too, my friend. Good Andy. What do you got for us today? Uh, okay, my question this morning is, I think it's a show day today. Mm-hmm. Name you both three best Australian sports uh, since 2000. Oh, that's a good question. Best Australian sports people since 2000. What's the first one that comes to mind? Oh, it counts me out. Did you, can you repeat that, please, uh, Simon? What did you just say? Right. Counts me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. See, that was ordinary. <laughs> Counts me out. Very unlucky. The timing's just really hurt you there. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness, me! This was a man that was going to uh, ask the three wrestlers yesterday, do you think, he said in the rad break, do you think they know who I am? <laughs> and Brooksy, no, Bont and Libba are not in the top three sports people of the last 20 years. <laughs> you too, Matty. <laughs> Who's the first that comes to mind? <laughs> oh, oh, dear, uh, I'll tell you the first that comes to mind for me. Lauren Luke. Jackson. Lauren Jackson would have to be in the top three. Dominated basketball, dominated in the States, dominated for the Opals, one of the greatest female basketballs of all time, mm. and she's Australian. Mm. Steph Gilmore, eight world titles since 2000. Thorpey, Steve Smith. I can't answer this question seriously after that. <laughs> Andy, thanks for your call, mate. I'm going to come. I'm going to come back yeah, with we'll, a couple uh, after six thirty news. We'll come need, up with I our definitive to top three. Rules me out. Goodness me. What 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 do you think is the best vehicle to judge a movie? You know, each year. What oh, what think? awards? No, what, what's the best? Well, vehicle? probably the Oscars, the Academy Awards. Correct. Yeah, yes, that's right. right. Academy Awards. May I just read this to you? Hit Hollywood sequels are rarely appreciated at the Oscars, but Avatar, The Way of Water, and Top Gun Maverick, which has taken $1.5 billion, are both nominated for Best Picture. Oh, original year. Let's just give all the sequels the awards. It's exciting. Best Picture. COVID, mate. Top Gun Maverick. COVID. What are you well, production was down during COVID. There's not many to choose from. You wait till next year's Oscars. What's Far COVID better got to do with Top Gun Maverick? Well, well, not many movies could be produced in the last few years because of COVID. So a lot of good ones that were probably in production are probably not finished yet. Uh, where am I? If that wins an Oscar, Earth. if that wins the Oscar oh, for the best film, Fantastic. it's a very bad year for movies. All right. I know. It'll, win, it'll win something. It'll win something. Sam Kerr's suggestion. Yeah, Sam Kerr's. That's a very, very good very suggestion. Good I, I would think a lot of them would be our females. They've probably been our more dominant sportsmen mm. on the world stage, particularly in the last decade. Emma McKeon, you could argue. Well, She's won more Olympic right. me- golds than any other what Aussie. A, what a good point. Mm. So why did you go to the big fish first? 
Who? What's his name? Lauren Jackson. Thorpe. Oh, Thorpey. Well, Thorpey was mainly did his Why work. Why did she come to mind first? She, no, she was. Well, I just, she just didn't. Thorpey did. Okay. Fine. Have no, it nothing. your way then. <laughs> <laughs> Have it your way. Now, can I ask you a question? Why? You know what's really confusing me about the BBL this year? Is some of the Man of the Match awards. They don't make any sense. So yesterday, right, you got a game between the Canes and the Heat. No one could make a run. Well, no one cared. About the game? No, yesterday. It had no influence on anything. It's just... Nine for 120, yeah. Canes made. Right, Mac Wright makes 56 off 56. 56 out of 120. So that's a very good effort, particularly Correct. if they bowl the other side out or the other side can't make well, the Well, the Heat didn't make the runs. Eight for 118. thought that might have been the case. So, uh, to me, so Michael Nisa took four for 35. Nathan Ellis, two for 26. Who's the, who's the player of the match for you out of those The three? batter. The batter that got 56. Nathan Ellis, two for 26, man of the match. How does that work? And he made two not out. I'm not sure. Well, the, oh, he went out. So he didn't make two not out. So There's been some bizarre man of the matches I'm in the BBL. Family member? Come on, he's made scored, scored half the runs in a game no one could make any runs. No. I'm with you. Who's Maybe it's got to go to someone from home, homegrown. Oh, the winning team. It's got to be from the winning team all the time, does it? As some people suggest. Well, Gary Ablett. Correct. Norm Smith. Yeah, Chris Judd. Who's in the losing side. Morris Rioli. Yeah. Plenty have done the it. list goes on. It does. It's very strange. Very strange. heard. No, we won that game. Did he win a Norm he won, Smith? Yeah, 2000. Bucks. Bucks won in the losing side. All right. Yeah. Ricky Ponting, Lauren Jackson, Tim Cale, says Neil. Ash Barty, Gary Ablett, Ian Thorpe. Kathy Freeman, Cadell Evans, Anna Mears. Jason Day, Mary Fowler. Yeah, not quite. Good young player for the Matildas. I'm not sure she's in that uh, echelon yet. Okay, let's get to the news. Uh, we'll have a sports start update on the other side. I'll, you come up with your top three. I'll try and work out how Maverick's been um, nominated for an Oscar, and we'll speak to you after the news. And you know where we are? We are on Earth. Thank you, Vanessa. Uh, Sports update for Toro above or below ground. You can count on Toro. Novak Djokovic, of course, cruised through in straight sets against Andre Rublev last night. He's through his 44th Grand Slam semifinal, 10 at Melbourne Park. Previous nine, he's gone on to win them and win the title. Uh, Tommy Paul was too good for fellow American Ben Shelton, winning in four. The women's draw, Arena Sabalenka won in straight sets against Donna Vekic and Magda Lynette. who has been one of the stories of the Australian Open through to the semifinals. Unseeded, first time defeated former world number one Karolina Pliskova, also in straight sets. This is strange how this got through security. Victorian police detained four spectators for questioning at the Open after they unfurled Russian flags featuring Vladimir Putin's face. That's a security fail. In the BBL last night, Sydney Thunder defeated the Stars by three wickets. Chris Green took two for 19. See, this is another one. Two for 19 and was awarded player of the match. Usman Kadir took three for 24. Three for 24 is better than two for 19. And Kadir got Stoinis out. Pretty big wicket. And the Hurricanes beat the Heat by two runs. Sorry, I was Nathan Ellis awarded player else. of the match for two for 26. Uh, in the eliminated tomorrow night, the Sydney Thunder take on the Brisbane Heat. Wally Lewis, uh, rugby league uh, legend, is stepping away from the Channel 9 news desk. He's been doing that for years uh, in Queensland to prioritise his health. 
Didn't like this news coming through yesterday. Peter Wright pinged a car for Destin training. Have, he had scans on it after leaving the track uh, during match simulation yesterday. Uh, Dylan Moore has endorsed James Sisley to be the next captain of the Hawks. And Adam Simpson says he senses a new era for the Eagles, saying they are as fit as they have been for a long time. South East Melbourne Phoenix last night as well. Big win in the NBL. 85-80 over the Cairns Taipans. Mitch Creek again led the way with 21 points. Taipans in the end. Uh, so the story at the start of the week was uh, the Pride Brown in the NBL. First time there were some Cairns players that were a little bit reluctant uh, to wear the strip uh, due to their religious beliefs. In the end, the whole team decided not to wear it. Uh, they put out a statement uh, just before the game saying the, initi- the initiative should be a celebration. However, our team has already been subjected to a barrage of abuse and harmful commentary that has led to individuals being targeted and shamed. This is a negative tr- distraction to what should be a positive experience across the game. And now we feel our only choice as a team is to collectively opt out of this season's uniform. So that was the decision made by the Cairns Taipans last night uh, for Toro above or grow. Low ground, you can count on Toro. Uh, let's get to the open line. Robbie from Strathmore. He wants to talk about the Bombers, Scoop. Hey, Rob. How are you? Good. Uh, good morning. Um, Julian, I just wanted to talk you about this, and I brought this up with you a while ago. Now, I've been an absolute Sammy Sadsack here, but <laughs> Peter Wright's done a car, or heard a car. Yeah. Wiedemann's injured, mm-hmm. Cox, mm-hmm. Zach Reed, Harry Jones... I what? How after that review is Sean Murphy still there? Because I'm telling you now, if we get all these soft tissue injuries and finish bottom six again, I'm going to blow torch a joint. <laughs> Don't do that, Rob. But there is, yeah, no, there is a lot, a lot of the tools that have, have got some niggles at the moment, which is a worry, and a few of them are. You know, Harry Jones and Zach Reed have had niggles for a couple of years, to be honest. Um, so that's a bit of a concern. Uh, so that's a watch. Um, yeah, I'm not sure Sean Murphy's job at the moment uh, should be in jeopardy. He hasn't been there that long. Um, but, yeah, soft tissues have been a problem the last couple of years. But cheer up, Rob. It's January. It's a calf. He'll be okay. And uh, we'll get ready for the start of the year. Let's get to the break. And uh, plenty more coming up on the other side. Oh, keep going. Sorry, just having a few uh, technical problems there. <laughs> See, someone always does this. Have you come up with your best sports people since 2000? No. I, I think Dan from Baldwin's probably a bit out here. Josh Thurgood, Courtney Johnson, Henry Slattery. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, goodness me. There's some um, very, very, very good um, suggestions. I like the Adam Ears one. Adam Ears would have to, yeah. Talk about a brave sportsman. Yeah, yeah. Sportswoman, sorry. She epitomises mm-hmm. yep. all that you need to bring to the table. Yep. She's the Adam Ears. Yep, she'd be in there. Uh, Jess Fox, just through sheer courage at mm-hmm. the Olympics when she, what was the, the, the first discipline? She went down and she hit the, hit the flag. Oh, the, the, uh, in the kayak. In the kayak. Yeah, there's two different... Um, <clears throat> Then the Forms second one, she yeah. went down and boom. There With was her old man medal. commentating. Yeah. That'd be tough work. And commentating your own daughter in an Olympic yeah, final. He did a brilliant job. Brilliant. Brilliant yeah. job. Very, very. Brilliant job. He's got ice in his veins. He yeah, has. He does. Jess has. That was uh, great. Ricky, Ricky Ponting. Yep. He was, he was a star, Webb. star for a long time, wasn't he? Andrew Bogut. Winks, James McDonald, Chris Waller. 
Top three. Can you have a horse in it? Going with the horse just at the minute. No. Uh, let's go for Glenn in Berwick. He's got a question about the cricket. G'day, Glenn. Yeah, g'day, Julian. You stated before that the Sydney Thunder won by three wickets. Um, two couple of things on that. Both teams only lost seven wickets for starters, so they can't win by three. But what? anyway. One any, with seven balls any, to spare. There you go. Yeah, but the only way you can win a single innings game is to score more runs than the other team. You can have it with with it hand. You can have it balls in hand. But the only way you win is by winning the most runs. Simon, it's a fair point, isn't it? Yeah, fair point. Hmm. No, I think it's good point, Glenn. Yeah, good point. Just, it's probably the key thing in a T Twenty when the team chases. Yeah, Clearly, one, they've one made the runs versus one eighteen, yeah, or and they won with one ten. Two balls to go. Twelve balls to go. Six balls to go. There's lots of lots of probably ways you can put it. I'm not sure which one of the correct ways. Doesn't you know? I'm not, not going to lose sleep over it. No, but I agree with Glenn. We, we should put it across properly. Tim, I'm just looking at the BBL later because I said before there was. I didn't think there was. No, no, that, that meant it meant a bit. Hurricanes and heat. Yeah, it did did mean a bit, didn't it? Well, yeah. the stars knocked off the thunder would have meant plenty. Yes. Mm. Well, that was probably not going to happen. They've had an ordinary year, haven't they? The stars. Shocking. And crowds of shocker. Not many there last night. No. They need some star power next year. Yeah, they do. Mm. There'll be some big changes there, won't there, to that that roster. Um, it's it, it's now it's sort of back under the guidance of Cricket Victoria. Mm. Both those mm. clubs are under the Cricket Victoria umbrella. It hasn't really worked, has no, it? I, I like that. You know, when Eddie was yeah, president good. and Jason Dunster was president of the Renegades, and you know, there's a bit of Get up and go. Mm. Bit of rivalry off the ground mm. as well. I don't like them being under the one hut. You know, I want one hut. I want you know the green team and the red team, and I want them to be a little bit bitter towards each exactly. other. Exactly. Needed needed to be I a like genuine a bit, of bit of spite. Yes. Bit of sporting hatred. Yes. Uh, let's get to that. the let's get to the break um, and uh, plenty more on the other side. Um, hopefully, we're okay to get to the break now. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer breakfast. Coming up on our cafe menu today, plenty of tennis. Mark Woodford, SEN tennis expert Brett Phillips, of course, uh, who's joined us uh, every day on Summer Breakfast during the Australian Open. Last fan standing, thanks to Maccas, is at 8.40 Today, questions without notice. And Alexandra Manley, part of the Team Jaco cycling team, will also join us ahead of the Cadell Evans uh, race. Uh, just a quick Premier League update, only on Optus Sport. No games this weekend because of FA Cup. Arsenal, oh, God, I hate reading that out. Arsenal well clear on the top of the table. They take on Everton in their next match. Their second bottom and just sack their manager, Frank Lampard. So don't miss a second of Premier League action, only on Optus Sport. Hey, Rob rang in before from Strathmore, a bit down in the dumps about the Bombers. In January? Shouldn't be down in dumps in January. No, Rob. Come on, Rob. Up and about. Well, we're in a good mood, so we're going to lift your spirits. Uh, you won an Oki Melbourne experience for four people. This is a good, it's a good prize. Four mm. people valued at 360, 360 bucks. 85 minutes of darts gameplay, four share plates, and two signature cocktails each. Like it. That'll cheer Rob up, yeah. surely. He'll be a big smile on his face at the end of that. Don't worry about little mm. calf injuries in no. January. You're right. On the edge of round one, you don't want them. A few people are agreeing with what you said about uh, the cricket. CA pushed the club line and the states tow the club line. Seriously, the only way the club 
They can be clubs is if they are independent of the state system. Yeah, we need a rivalry. I, where where are the Thunder and the Sixers at? Are they both run by Cricket New South Wales? I don't. Oh, I don't know the answer to that question. It's worth us finding that out. Mm. Let's let's do a bit more digging. Is I wonder it... if they're the same as here? Because mm. I, I I like the old system where there was a bit of yeah. you know bit of yeah, a couple of, of decent salesmen rivalry looking and, after them. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Talking up their own players and mm-hmm. you know, we we don't sort of see that that little bit you know that little bit of spite's good. It's good for the game, and they're coming off a really good base. Maybe we could, you know, get some vision of the stars' office at one end of Cricket Victoria and the, the Gates. Renegades' mm. office at the other end. <laughs> you know, one's painted red and one's green, and you know, there's a you have to identify as you go in the door, and it won't let the guides in. Oh, real no spicy stuff! There. Yeah, really spicy stuff. A bit like number ninety six and those shows back <laughs> in the good old days. You just can't be wandering around a block of flats and not be identified. Can't cross the line. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm th- yeah, I'm thinking we've had a few spot. We've way. had a few spiteful games between them, haven't we? Yeah, Marlon and Eddie, Eddie McGuire is the chief of the stars, mm-hmm. and who's, who's your agitator for the game? Gary Lyon, the chief of the Gades. Yeah, and Gary and they won't get in the lift together. Like you know, when it's filmed. Oh, gee, you, should, you should be in the marketing department at Cricket yeah. Victoria. And Gary will have his Gades hat on backwards. You know, his <laughs> baseball hat on backwards. Is he a, a, have a, his beard trimmed. Is he a backwards cap operator? <clears throat> See what, he got poor coverage at the uh, tennis. Who? Gary. What do you mean poor coverage? Well, the last couple of days, everyone that's been at the tennis all over the paper, we got a little photo of Gary down the corner. Mm. You know, like... And he was day two, like that's sort of, that's giveaway tickets. It's like giving mm. the tickets to the schools and just filling the seats. <laughs> you got to be seats. second week, don't you? Second week. Mm. If you're not the second week of the Open, you're not on the list. No. You're not, or you're genuinely not A-list. And I haven't seen Wisp there at all, so I don't know what, what list. I don't know. Is, list, is Wisp a tennis what fan? What list is the Wisp on? Is he a tennis fan, the Wisp? Well, I'm not sure but, he's... but I don't think all the people that go are tennis No, fans. that's a fair point. You know, That's a fair point. They just, yeah, you know, they like the photo opportunity. But you know, there was six or seven photos in the paper today. Gilchrist, you know, Adams and two or three of them, and yeah, you know, they're all over them. You know, our own Adam Gilchrist mm-hmm. and you know, Gary when he went, nothing, mm. zero. Big guess. You think he'd be disappointed? Well, I think he should get here and get his profile back up as soon as he possibly can. Well, he's back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. What? What? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Mid Feb. I think Valentine's Day. The boys are back. One of the few jobs he gets, you know, works six months, gets six months off. Mm. Weather update, power core network upgrades in Ballarat this month. A bit chillier today. Currently 17 degrees what in Melbourne. It's chillier today. It's beautiful. Well, it's a bit colder than the last couple of days. What's it going to be today? 21. What's that all? That's right. Oh, need a light knit. Uh, might I'll need take a light. a light knit to lunch. Yeah, I think you might have to. Well, not, not as hot the uh, next couple of days. Okay, let's get a break I away. Need to warm up. I'll walk into one of those Shirazes in a minute. Go on. No. What, a bit early? No. What time is it in New Zealand? No. Is it past midday? It's midday no. somewhere. No, it's only 8.50 in New Zealand. Mm. Or it might be 9.50 with daylight saving. 8.50. There you go. 8.50. Uh, this is Summer Breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
together and with Maccas, we're giving you and a mate the chance to win a trip to Delhi for the second test at India versus Australia in February. It's all thanks to Maccas. All you have to do is be crowned the last fan standing. So 8.20 uh, this morning, we're going to do last fan standing. Interesting stories just bobbed up on the uh, Herald Sun from Sam Lansberger. The Brownlow medal has been rocked by fresh integrity concerns that umpires are using their mobile phones before casting votes. Umpires are accused of logging into the official AFL app to check match statistics before deciding who will receive the votes. The AFL confirmed at the Herald Sun that stats are not made available or provided to umpires and said under no circumstances should any electronic device be used to gather information for the allocation of Brownlow votes. Anti-gambling crusader Tim Costello said... However, he believed AFL umpires were flouting the rules because they were so frightened of the public backlash at getting votes wrong and raising the ire of gamblers. Why aren't the, should the stats be made available to the umpires? If they want them. Yeah, it, doesn't it just sometimes it validates what you were thinking yeah, and you just need that the as... the situation of you and I are debating, you know, was it Dusty or was yeah. it... You know, Billy? Oh, jeez, oh, I felt like he, he got the ball out of the middle a lot today. Yeah. You go, oh, he's had seven centre clearance. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah, he has. I don't think that's a problem. No, no, Is that such a problem? Do not have an issue with that. Mm. I have no issue. I'd like to know where the information came from for Mr Costello. Well, that's the interesting part of it, yeah. Costello claims that umpires check he's stats broken before... rank to say that. Yeah. I have a very strong suspicion that the AFL umpires check stats on their phones because they are under so much pressure to get the votes right. They need a bit of backup evidence. The AFL rules is they can't use their phone. Every umpire, because that's the rules, will say they don't. But if they are using their phones, it shows you can drive a truck through the AFL's so-called rules. He he suspects. Mm. On what basis? Yeah, and that, that's suspect? that's what we need to because know. Of his platform of anti-gambling. If mm. that's, well, if he suspects, I suppose he's got every right to say suspects. Doesn't mean there's any fact within what he says. Mm. He suspects. Mm. Mm, interesting. Uh, call of the year is back on Monday, 30th of January. Call up SEN Breakfast for your chance to win a brand new Toyota. What do you want to do after seven? Well, I want to, I want to know from Thinking our on the listeners. Run. I want to know from our listeners who the A-listers are in the SEN network. Ooh. Who are the A-listers? And we're at the tennis and we see all of them in the paper every day. You know, yesterday was a big day. Had the, the wrestlers, Adam Gilchrist, mm-hmm. Peter Helliar. You know, there was all the all – the, Dermy was there. You know, there was a lot of celebs there yesterday. Mm. So I want to know who the A-listers are. Rate them here. Like, you know, like I think – So how are we doing it? Our two Jareds. What, Jared Healy. five or – Jared it... Waitley. I reckon they're A. A. They'd be a second. They'd be second weekers for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they'd be they'd be semis or final. I reckon. Yeah. Those Jared two. loves his tennis, yeah. and he had a daughter that was very good at tennis. Andy Marr. I reckon the only mm. reason Andy would get the, on the A. I think mm. he's A, but I reckon I they need so. more seats. They'd have to put him further up the back because I don't reckon you'd be able to shut him up for long. He'd want to keep having a conversation because he's that likable guy. Mm. Likes to. I don't have know a if Andy's A list. Gazy's A. He's not even the top two. Gazy's. He's a. not even top two on the front bar. Mari. Third wheel. Third wheel. He's the best. Gazy is. He carried the flag for our country. He yeah. is A-list. All right, give us a call. one 736 Who have you got on the A-list? Clearly, Simon, is, Simon is fishing for I'll someone wait. to say he's on the A-list. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast.
Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop and Simon O'Donnell with you. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, happy Australia Day. It's a bit sad, Simon, when you look up and you see, uh, you know, on the on the uh, you know breakfast shows, Today Show, Sunrise, and, you know, the headlines, Australia Day, celebrations and protests in, in the same mm. sentence. No, sad. Got to sad. sort this out. Uh, of course, Simon O'Donnell's 60th birthday. I'm uh, celebrating today. all concerns. So you should. I'm celebrating yeah. every nation, every diverse person in this country. I'm celebrating it all today. And your birthday. Thinking birth- of them all. And your birthday, of course, as well. So get involved. Give us a call, 1-300-736-736. Send us through a temper text, 433 Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks. Serious about sleep. So you've thrown out the question about A-listers. Just before we go into that, we've got some on the temper text. Give us a call. Who are the SEN A-listers that would get the tennis ticket for week two? Not week one, week two, when all the big names uh, come out uh, at the tennis. We're talking about the Oscars before, of course. Yeah. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick's been nominated. Best movie. Can we have retrospective Oscars? You know, good movies, great acting performances. No. Well, I think we should. Why? Well, I'd like to nominate someone that should get a retrospective Oscar for Best Actor. Who? Mr O'Donnell, welcome to Cooper's Crossing. Thank you very much. I'm Dr Chris Randall of Royal Flying Doctor Service, and I'm also the umpire for tomorrow's cricket match. Oh, that should be great. I have to ask you, which member of Winduna cricket team invited you here? Winduna? I've never heard of them. I'm here to play with Cooper's Crossing. What a gem that was I discovered. Oh, oh, YouTube, yes, you I was going to put Simon. Just see a couple of his great, um, you know, cricket highlights. What comes up? You know, the six. <laughs> Simon O'Donnell guest stars on the Flying Doctors. Oh, that should be great. <laughs> Oh, you blokes. Your voice is broken. It has, isn't it? How'd you go in the cricket match for uh, Cooper's Creek? Or run out. Run out? Yeah, run out. <sighs> I think the publican ran me out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a fun experience. It was a fun experience. <laughs> See, a lot of sporting stars got a bit of a roll on. <laughs> Dipper. Dipper was the tough guy. Rolled into town. Bruce, I think his name was. Yeah, the bus there, Cooper's Crossing. How do you how do you rate your acting performance? Uh, how many takes? Oh, it's uh, it's come back and bitten me on the bum a number of times. That <laughs> <laughs> it has. I wish it would disappear. Where did they hasn't. film? Where did they film the Flying Doctors? It was out past Werribee there. Somewhere. Right. It was dead set, and they sort of made this cricket ground out of you know, and the grass was knee high. Um. And the bloke who ran me out, how he saw the pill coming is beyond me. <laughs> a bit harsh in the script of have you run out. You made a triumphant century or no, got five for? I got run out. Well, very underrated run as out. an actor. Oh, I think I copped a bit of heckling as I went off too. Well, I think the publican, did, did you know, he? he heckled me. And... Was Maury Fields the publican? Maury, Maury Fields yeah. was the publican. There you go. Yeah, Maury well, was the publican. I had doubts whether you were an A-lister, but after that. You are an A-lister. I reckon I'm a late chance to get to the final of that. Cricket, footy, horse racing, acting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good catalogue. Uh, Gary and Tim, surely A-listers, given they're around three months of leave. <laughs> Gary is bathed at the tennis in a cashmere jumper. 
Tim Gossage, A plus. Scotty Cummings, B minus. B minus. Oh, I'm not sure that's quite in the right order. I've had a couple of guys um, be suggested as A listers, but at the qualifiers? At <laughs> <laughs> the qualies. Yeah. A listers at the qualifiers. So that's like um, being asked to um, present well, an award before the televised part of an event, is it? Yes, pretty mm. much. Mm. Pretty much. Well, actually, before the event. Before, yeah. yeah so, before yeah. the event even who, starts. Who's. who's been nominated for that? Tags. <laughs> <laughs> He's a listed for the qualifiers. Oh, dear me. Uh, Lurch. Anyway, anyone else? Lurch. Was he on again this morning? Lurch, JJ? JJ? No, not on. Day off today. Well, it's different scheduling today. Scotty and Tim are going national for an hour, and then the pipe is coming on at uh, 10 o'clock. We're the only. Yeah, substance show on today that's, yeah. that's stayed true to the slot. That's right. And then a bit of uh, SEN track this afternoon. It's truth. Mm. Wow, we. Mm. Well, glad people are getting you know a bit of A-grade stuff this morning. Fine doctors filmed at Minyip as well, according to someone. Yeah, it, was Min- yeah, it wasn't. This one wasn't Minyip. I think it was the back of Werribee. Gee, it was a long mm. time ago. The Big Roo says, I know for a fact AFL umpires don't get their phone back until votes are done and locked away. Tim Costello is making it up. Well, good work, Rue. Mm. Good, good investigative journalism. Fair point, this one. I know you were talking about the Herald Sun, but even if the Wisp was in seat 1A, he not getting shown on Channel 9. No, he not get Channel 7. No, but I'm as talking about the, the, the social pages in the mm. paper. Mm. And you know, the Wisp should be there. Should be there. The wisp is the Wisp. Have you ever been invited in the seat 1A? Me? Yes. Is, is that a question to me? Yeah. Have I ever been invited yeah. to the tennis? Yeah. Yes, I've been invited to the tennis. Yeah, so you should be. Yeah. Hi, Simon. That's a gold Logie performance, says Joe. <laughs> Why? Do you, do you think you were better or Tim his little cameo in Home and Away? Tim was better. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. What yeah. about Gary on the House of Bulger? Well, that was cool. I that, used to like that the was House very, of Bulger. That was quite crisp. That was, I, I liked the House of Bulger. Mm. Yeah, Croft was fantastic. Well, I think Gary was better. I think Gary was the star of that show. Right. Mm. Well, how couldn't the star of the House of Bulger? The Rock was on the House of Bulger once. What? The Rock was on the House of Bulger. I worked at the footy show that year. Did you? I did. Behind the scenes. The Rock was on. The Rock was on. What about the boys yesterday? Didn't... Weren't we told that the boys had wrestled the rock? Well, I think we might have been led up the garden path. I looked at them all yesterday. They and looked said, at us oh, like idiots. Like when you wrestled the rock, and they all looked at me as if I actually just had some sort of disease that if they came within five metres of me, they may pass away. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that did give they us just, a strange just, look when you threw that Yeah, up. they did, didn't they? Mm. Mm, we we might have sold been, down the garden I path think, on uh, the rock, we, I reckon. We might have got taken the... Taking the mickey out of us mm. with that one. Hey, let's get a break away. Uh, we'll get to some footy uh, a little bit later. Uh, Adam Simpson, that shocking story over at West Coast this year with the mother of uh, one of the young players, uh, Rhett Bazo, uh, passing away in an, in an incident out on the water, which was uh, terrible during the week. We'll also hear from Dylan Moore. And unfortunately, uh, talk- he'd lost his dad a couple of yeah, years ago. Yeah, exactly. Horrendous. Yeah, like young Todd Marshall at Port Adelaide lost both of his parents. Uh, Very young uh, as well. This is uh, SEN Breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card. Packed full of A. Just remind around the cafe menu coming up. Mark Woodford, Brett Phillips, and uh, Team Jayco cycling star Alexandra Manley. Don't forget last fan standing. Thanks to Maccas at 8.20 or 40 today, Brooksy. 20. 20.
8.20. Yeah. No, I think I said 8.40 earlier. So my apologies. No, you didn't. 820. You said 8.20. No, I think first time I we said 8.40. We had the wrestlers in, didn't we, yesterday? That's what put us back yesterday. Oh, we had to be very agile and yeah. flexible yesterday. Because we were 8.40 yesterday, but we brought it back to 8.20 mm. because the the boys were coming in that hadn't wrestled The Rock. Yeah. And we got, I'm disappointed. We thought that. we were getting the boys that had wrestled The Fed Rock. Fed the wrong information. Uh, before the break, sorry, let's get to Dale in Tasmania. G'day, Dale. G'day, George. G'day, Simon. How are you? Dale, couldn't Good. be better. Uh, happy birthday. I'm uh, very privileged to share the same day with you, Scoob. So, oh. uh, How old today, Dale? Uh, 46 today. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. What are you doing to celebrate? Well, I'll give you the... I'm actually working for the first time, probably the second time in 30 years. Mm. I don't normally work on my birthday, but uh, anyway, it is what it is. But uh, we share it with... Uh, oh, we've got Kim Hughes and Tim May as well, Scoob. You're yep. probably aware of that. Yeah, uh, significant day for all four of us. Mm, it is. It. And you make sure you in, you enjoy every minute of it and celebrate every moment of it, Dale, every year. Oh, absolutely. What's your, what's your favourite Simon O'Donnell memory, Dale? Oh. Or did we just play it out of seven? <laughs> oh, look, I still love watching him back in the day. I mean, he, to be honest, he was the first of the really, of the big all-rounders. So um, going way back when you think about it... So. You know, introduced the slow ball, and if he didn't, he would tell everybody he did. So well That's done. right. <laughs> Imagine the coiny Dern playing T uh, Twenty cricket oh, these days, move, Dale. Thanks, Dale. Good to hear from well, you. Dale, Have a you've great got a day. Signet Boost Power Bank van at fifty nine ninety five. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered twenty four seven. This is SEN Breakfast for the Kogan Money Credit Card, full of value. Kino Go now in Victoria. Up to twenty million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer breakfast. Welcome back to the show, Mark Woodford, Brett Phillips, and Alexandra Manley, part of the team Jaco Cycling Team. Of course, last fan standing today at eight twenty as well. Thanks to Mackers. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Uh, Merv from Footscray's giving us a call. G'day, Merv. G'day, boys. How are you? All right. Who's that? That voice sounds familiar, Scoop. Uh-huh, it's Simon O'Donnell's birthday. <laughs> He's 60 today, happy, Merv. Can you believe happy, it? Happy birthday, big man. <laughs> the big thing, the big thing that I can't understand <laughs> is that you're still creating controversy. There's people that don't want to celebrate your birthday, Simon. What's going on? Well, it's very disrespectful. They're not, they're not having any influence on me, Mervyn, because I'm going to celebrate it long and hard. Oh, <laughs> and I'm fully mate. embracing all nations, all colours, all nationalities, Mervyn. I'm going to have a lovely day and no one's going to bugging me off on it. No, fair yeah, enough. No one's going to interfere with that. No. Uh, mate, How are mate, you, big fella? Have a great day. Yeah, I'm going very well. Good on so you. You've joined the 60 Club. Yeah. It's not nice, is it? No, but I'll tell you what, though. It beats the alternative. It does. That's a very good point. That's a very good point, Murph. What do you, I, what, what I do did you... some maths. You know I'm no, not very good at it. I reckon we're two-thirds there, big man. Yeah, well, two-thirds. Yeah, um, I reckon I might be further down the track myself the last year. God, don't be so morbid, you'll you be, two. You'll be feeling all right, mate. I look forward to getting together in our 60s and having a few jars and a few more laughs. That sounds like a plan. Sounds like a big plan. What, what, is some of your favorite, uh, what are some of your favourite highlights of uh, Scoob there, Murph, when you go back to oh, playing, playing alongside him, both mate, for Australia and Victoria? Yeah, oh, with, with Victoria, he was a bit grumpy as a captain. Um, and with, with, I suppose, with 
got a good right to be. Um, there was a game at the MCG. We were playing for a draw. Okay. Negative. We, we're sort of sitting there, and he's, the wicket's fallen. We're eight down. Um, I'm on my way in. I open the door, and the, the captain, Simon O'Donnell, my captain, looks at me and says, don't do anything stupid, big fella. I'm with you, Simon. I'm with you. I walk to the middle of the MCG. We're playing New South Wales. Um, eight wickets down. I reckon we've got about 20 minutes to bat. Okay. So I walk to the, walk to the middle, have a look around. Everyone's around the bat. And there's one bloke on the boundary, I reckon, 120 metres away. And I had a look around and I thought, if I, if I block one here, I'll probably edge it and, and nick it that pad to one of these close-in fieldsmen. That bloke out there, geez, I reckon I'd be stiff to hit it to him. Greg Matthews ran in, threw the ball up. I just belted it. Well, you wouldn't believe it. This bloke did not have to move. Just went straight to him. Easy catch. I'm out first ball. Walk off the ground, up the race, into the room, the, the viewing room, and my captain blew up a bit. What the hell are you doing? What the bloody hell was that? I just looked at Simon and said, what, never got a good one early, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> and walked downstairs. And oh, he did yeah. crack a bit of a smile, but it took a few, it took a few hours. It is. That's a good response. I'll tell you how... Um, dedicated Mervyn and I were to um, preparing ourselves for big matches. My first game and one of Merv's first few games <laughs> in was in Perth. In Perth. <laughs> and we, we, Merv and I got a taxi from training at the Wacker Ground to the closest KFC, mm. which they actually took us over over the river and we were in, I don't know, some other It was miles away, wasn't it? Perth. It was. <laughs> Was, I reckon it was a Kalgoorlie. <laughs> <laughs> so, two Victorian cricketers walked into KFC, got a five and large chips and a litre of Coke each, and went and sat in the gutter out the front and ate them. <laughs> <laughs> how'd, you get, how'd you go on the match? Well, I think we went all right, didn't we, Swerve? I reckon we went okay in the match. We always used to play pretty well in Perth, but that was... Yeah, well. If that was today, just, and they saw yeah, the big fellas in there, be on Instagram in two minutes. I agree. You need those carbohydrates, mm. Mervyn, don't you? A bit of sausage. Yeah. yeah. And it's chicken. It's good for you. <laughs> Took the skin off, of course. No. Yeah, we did. Took the skin off. As we were chewing it, the skin came away. <laughs> so you mentioned his captaincy there, Merv. It was an interesting time at Victoria when he was captain. It was boom or bust. Yeah, either won the shield or finished stone motherless. So what was he like as a captain? Uh. Oh, he was good, but the big thing about it was because he was in the Australian side, one day side, um, he was he was coming and going a fair bit too. So um, a little bit disjointed some of the seasons, um, but uh, across the board, um, just a, an angry man. <laughs> <laughs> what was he like on a trip away? Oh, he was good on the trip away. He, he just he, that's where he just shone as a leader. Uh, on a trip away, especially the end of season trip, he used to go up to Moala. Uh, the boys used to get up there, and, and yes, he was three loads all the time, without doubt. Can you imagine how big a star he would be with 2020 cricket these days? Like, imagine the IPL auction price for Simon in his peak. I like going to Footscray Cricket Ground, the Mervyn Junior News Oval, and watching Merv's young bloke play and my young bloke mm-hmm. play, as Mervyn likes doing too. And uh, that, that's yeah. that's my life now, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Can you let me yeah, Your young bloke got a hat trick not long ago, Simon. He did. He did. Did he? So, yeah. yeah. The Essendon Cricket Club. Mm. They've got a big celebration on this weekend, too. Uh, next weekend, 4th of February. All the greats going back. 
4th of February. So 150 years and the, and the um, uh, Hall of Fame. Yep. Yeah, we've got all that, all that going on. The mm-hmm. Olympic rooms, the MCG, it's uh, sort of the tables are filling up. So anyone who'd like to go to Essendon Cricket Club, go to the uh, website and um, be great to see you there because it's going to be a good night February 4th. Absolutely. How are your doggies going to go this year, Merv? Oh, mate, I, I don't want to put any pressure on them, but if they don't go through under fever with a flag, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so you're obviously very excited about all the tools down there, Merv, if you're uh, talking <laughs> undefeated seasons. Oh, yeah, mate. It's going to be interesting um, with Lob there. Um, just to see who goes back is going to be the interesting one for me. Um, so Darcy played a little bit forward. Norton's playing forward. We've got a, um, a, a plethora of, of tall forwards. We just need someone to, to move back. So it's going to be interesting to see who they push back to mine. Maybe to celebrate your 60th, Simon, the Saints might do something this year. We'll be fine. We'll be there somewhere. Where? Middle. We'll be there, there or about. Yeah, yes. yeah, we'll be, we'll be thereabouts. We'll be middle, yeah. middle, <laughs> middle there somewhere. We'll Merv. be pushing some down and holding some up. That's, That's right. Be. That's right. Merv, thanks so much for, uh, for calling in and wishing the great man happy birthday. You're a good man, no Merv. All Scooby, have a great day. You too, pal. Yeah, great to chat to Merv Hughes. What a legend he Merv's was. And uh, who are you? Is he one of your real closies from your days playing, Mervin? Uh, it could be 40 degrees in Adelaide mm-hmm. and 11 o'clock he would come out and huff and puff and yep. bowl his heart out and you'd throw the pill to him at 5.30 after 40 degree day and he'd come and huff and puff the same mm. as he did at 11 o'clock in the morning. He was one of the best at it. He's a ripper. Captain's dream, wouldn't he? Ripper swerve. I got a bit... Um, on field. Mixed up one day when he he walked back to Tony Crafter and he said, you know, Tony, how many? And Tony said, three. And he looked across to me at mid-office and said, is that three gone or three to go? <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Did he really say that? <laughs> That's very good. That's what I had to captain, pal. <laughs> That's what I was captaining. Hey, Skip, is that three gone or three oh, to go? Miracle you won a shield then, yeah. and that's what you were captaining. Oh, we got rid of you know, got rid of them all to the West Indies. Yes, that's true. That is right. true. He was a ripper. He's he's one of the one of the best Merv and, and still has a a, a very much a soft spot for his, his home club in Footscray, and it's now yep, called the Mervyn yeah, G. Hughes Oval, which is brilliant. How good's the surface there? Great it's, it's a magnificent ground. Yeah, it's a really good ground. So Is he's young fe- he's a bit, he's His young fella goes very well. As a bowler? Bowls, yeah, very tidy. Very tidy. A little bit of pace. Not, mm-hmm. as, not as quick as Dad, but um, he's uh, very, very accurate and uh, is holding his own, more than holding his own, at, uh, at first 11 level in Premier Cricket, which is... How, how old is he? Uh, early twenties, okay. mid, early to mids. Uh, but still, you know, plenty of time left. Looks like his old man. He he fielded the other week down at uh, he was down at Fine no, League. He wasn't doing the exercises, was he? No, he, he didn't do the exercises. There's yeah. probably not as many people there to oh, get probably him to not. do no, the fair, exercises. That's a fair call. But, um, yeah, there was a good crowd there of seventy or eighty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not thousand. Did you ever take a trick? Don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Ever had a hole in one? No. No. Never looked like it. No. Never. No, no, I'm, no. Never at the stick. I'm, I'm filthy when people say they get holes. Oh, what about the blokes? Oh, I've had six or seven. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Got, uh, got weird. Brendan Goddard was on a few. Where was it with you? He said, oh, four or five. Yeah, I thought it was three. Mm. Four or five, was it? I think it was four. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're just annoying. That's just annoying. You know, some clubs have got the you know, the plaques up on the holes, mm-hmm. you know, hole, hole in ones. And you, know, you think, oh, oh. wow.
Hey, Simon well, told we... you about the 100 he made for Kilmore, <laughs> says Nick. What's that one? Seagrate. Mm. It's a fair point from Mozza from Cobden. Are you, you, you an Instagrammer? No, not. So Sammy Edmund last night put up a video oh, of his uh, Renaults. Did he? Mm, very nice work they've done at the oh, place at Seddon. And now uh, Mozza says after watching Sammy's Renaults on Insta last night, he's an A-lister. Right, Would Sammy be an A-lister? No. Give us a spell. <laughs> Sammy's qualifier. A-list qualifier. Qual- he qualifies? A-list qualifier, Sammy. Mm. No way known he's... Because you know when he's back on Monday. Yeah, well, in I'll be next saying, week. I'll be saying he's an actual A-list. Oh, yeah, of course you will. I'll week. be saying, JDS, mate, don't let me work with him again. <laughs> I don't want, to, don't want to go on the radio with him again. <laughs> That's right. I'll be listening. Oh, it's chuff the big man rang up. That's magnificent. Very nice of him. Very good. SEN Breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card pack full of value. Brett Phillips, Mark Woodford, Alexandra Manley, last fan standing thanks to Maccas uh, all coming up. Uh, in the show, but let's get the latest from the newsroom now with Vanessa Gibson. Thank you, Vanessa. BP, Brett Phillips, not too far away to talk about the Australian Open. Uh, a bit of footy yesterday. Still some clubs that need to decide their captains. The Hawks are one, it seems like, Scoob, that it's a no-brainer for James Sisley, given most of their leaders are gone. Yeah, I would think so. McAvoy gone, uh, Gunston gone, Mitchell gone, O'Meara gone, Shields gone. If you feel it, it will sit well with him. I think it will too. I think it will sit really well with him. Mm. He looks like a captain. He does. Player. I agree. He plays like a captain. Mm. He's got a bit of a, uh, a bit of a bit of mongrel, a bit of mongrel in him, but he, he, a lot of pride in him, mm-hmm. and, and doesn't mind showing that. And I think mm. with a, a young group, that that's going to be a, a good thing, and may just calm him a bit too when he. Just goes that step mm-hmm. too far sometimes. He's got a bit of white line fever. Mm. Uh, Dylan Moore, a uh, good young hawk who's been spoken about as a leader in the future, uh, certainly thinks James Sisley's the right man. I remember I was a Hawks fan growing up and I just remember Sis just <laughs> felt like he was just a hothead. But I felt last year he got a little bit of extra responsibility, especially when McAvoy went down with his neck injury. Sis was our captain for six to eight weeks and felt like that brought the best out of him on and off the field. He started playing better. Uh, his temper was a bit better, but then he actually engaged everyone off the field a lot better as well. And he was the main voice around the club. And I feel like if, if he's our captain this year, then everyone's going to be very happy with that. Yeah, I think it'd be a major shock if James Sisley's not leading the Hawks out in round one. Do you know they play in round one? No. Essendon. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you asked for it, well, don't you? You just asked for it. It's a fact. That's who they play you, in round one. That would be you, his first game as captain just, against Essendon in round one. You put your chin out and you say, hit me. <laughs> Every day at some stage, you put your chin out and say, hit me. <laughs> and it's going to happen here now. It'll happen. Hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles, obviously really sad week at the Eagles today after Rhett Bazo, young uh, West Coast Eagles mother, was found dead after a, a boating uh a boat crash in Mandurah. Uh, Adam Simpson addressed that yesterday. Yeah, dealing with grief at the moment, um, supporting him as much as we can as a club and and his family is, is the priority and um, that's what we're dealing with at the moment. Yeah, so tough times in our thoughts uh, with the Bazo family. A uh, big year for the Eagles, a shocking year last year. You know, There was reasons early. I mean, COVID went through the club and... Yeah, you know, games where they were playing with eight or nine, ten top-up players, but uh, they'd want to be a lot better this year. Adam Simpson is confident they will be. There is a new era coming, so um, you know, with the unity of the group, um, 
it continues to shine from dealing with adversity last year. Uh, health and fitness is priority, um, and they are they're probably as fit as I've seen them. So that's that's a that's a big tick for us. And now it's overlaying some football. So that was Adam Simpson uh, speaking yesterday a bit earlier. Dylan Moore from the Hawks. Just a reminder, call of the year is back on Monday the 30th of January. Call up SEN Breakfast for your chance to win a brand new Toyota and see the first ever Australian paddle open at AO 2023. 2023, the newest racket sport with off-the-wall energy and keen on playing tennis after watching the Open. Hire a tennis court at playtennis.com.au. Tennis court hire, no membership, uh, no worries. Our Premier Cricket T20 Grand Finals are on today at the yep. Junction Oval Women's Match. 10.30, Ringwood versus Carlton. And uh, Carlton also feature in the men's match at 2.30. Uh, it's Carlton versus Melbourne. Uh, free entry. Uh, so uh, if you want to get down and watch some cricket today, you can. That was interesting last night in the game, or yesterday in the games between the Canes and the Heat. Hi, it's Pete from Caboolture. I congratulate the Hurricanes, but did you, did you see the last over when Tim David bowled a waist-high full toss and Baisley hit it for six, but it should have been called a no ball and given Baisley a free hit? I believe it cost us the game. Hmm. They had a 10 off 11. I didn't see They that. had a 10 off 11 and they butchered it. Yeah, that's um, that's not good. Mm. How many wickets in here? Uh, we would have four, I think, going into that last over. Maybe three. Maybe it was three. Oh, mm. Still a butcher, really. Mm. Didn't cost him in the end. I'll play mm. uh, in the Eliminator against the Thunder. Okay, let's get a breakaway. Brett Phillips uh, on the other side. So it's uh, semi-final time uh, in the Australian Open. Some familiar faces are there and some ones we wouldn't have expected uh, as well. BP will try and tip us into a few winners uh, on the other side of the break. Sportsbet, the official punting partner for SEN Breakfast. Try Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. Start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsible. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer breakfast. Welcome back. Uh, semi-finals uh, upon us at the Australian Open. Novak Djokovic untroubled again last night, defeating Andre Rublev 6-1, He pl- now plays Tommy Paul, who got through against his compatriot, uh, Benny Shelton, in four sets yesterday. Brett Phillips, SEN Tennis commentator, joins us again. Thanks to the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar, pinnacle of engineering Kia EV6 GT, the most ca- powerful Kia ever crafted. G'day, BP. Uh, Jules, uh, Simon, good morning. I think we can probably just replay the chat I had Tuesday morning yep. after uh, <laughs> Djokovic uh, demolished uh, Demonor because it was almost... Um, you're pretty much a carbon copy last night against uh, Andre Rublev. I want to go a bit deeper, BP. And I asked Jules this earlier this morning. Why is Novak so good? Like We watch Rublev come through. He's had some really good matches. His ground strokes look really good. His serve looks effective. And then he comes up against this guy who you know, brings something to the table that just seems to melt the opposition. What is it? Yeah, well, I mean, there's probably some things that are, are really hard to measure, but as an athlete uh, on a hard court, this is, I mean, it's been his best surface where he's dominated at the majors and then, you know, hard court tournaments around the world. And he's dominated on other surfaces as well, of course. But I think if you just look at his, his movement, is uh, is incredible. So, you know, he's, uh, I mean, the, the fine margins of an athlete, Simon, which, 
you know, obviously uh, just that one or two percent in terms of the prep he does, um, the, the condition that his body's got into, he can his lateral movement, you know, he can change direction so quickly. And he's de- he defends like no other. I mean, some players just can't get balls out of corners uh, or in difficult situations. And he gets a ball back that you think, wow, that's just, you know, it's incredible. And he doesn't just get it back. I mean, he gets it back into a position where he, where he can then attack. Mm. So, and I think there's, you know, there's a bit of the aura there. I mean, I, you know, that's what we're always probably trying to discover, what sets the champions apart. And this is where you'd love to be a fly on the wall behind the scenes. But, you know, just seeing him walk out on court last night, it was like, I'm the king. This is my court. And uh, I, I just they, they just go up a notch uh, mentally. Uh, but his game, yeah, his game uh, is, is just built on discipline, really. He just doesn't miss many balls. And... I mean, if you watch a Djokovic training session, uh, it, that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, we always thought through Novak's career as it's developed, his serves got better, but he's never, you know, he's never had the capacity probably to totally blow you off the court. He doesn't hit with the same winner speed as others, but his control, his ball control, the shape he puts on the ball is just uh, incredible. And, you know, last night he's going to the Rublev uh, forehand, which kept breaking down as he attempted to go across court, whereas Novak will get... You know, more more tops to be more shape on the ball, so it gets that uh, bit better net clearance, and yeah, I mean it's all the little fine things that he just does to another level. That you know, I mean you got what effectively it was fourth and fifth seeds I think last yeah, time. Yeah, it was. We effectively, we effectively still think of Novak really, I think, as the best mm. player in the world. So. There's one V5, and that shows the gap. Interesting tweet from uh, Patrick Moratoglu last night. You just talk about the, going to the forehand early. He said, I love how Djokovic starts the match playing almost exclusively on Rublev's forehand, like a boxer who would tell the opponent, go for it, hit me, I'm not scared. Yeah, yeah. And Patrick's you know, one of the great uh, coaching minds. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at, uh, the the numbers uh, throughout the tournament uh, that that was where you could you know certainly expose uh, Rublev and I mean I don't think he hit a backhand uh, winner last night um, so that's not really it's not a weapon um, for Andre and you know certainly the forehand when it's on it's, it's it can be it can be a destructive shot but then you're dealing with the Djokovic depth and it just comes on you so quickly that. You know, that's if that's the wing that's going to break down, which is his attacking wing, uh, that he can actually hit winners off, then, you know, obviously it's pretty smart to uh, yeah, to pepper that side. Simon made an interesting point towards the top of the show that uh, he was really surprised that after the first game of the match, Andre Rublev was looking up at his box, looking agitated. I mean, we, we see, obviously, players get agitated with their boxes. You know, matches draw on and they're getting frustrated and they need something, but... Not a great time when he's doing that after the first game. Yeah, well, he probably just knew what sort of night he was in for. I mean, I, I think back last night, those first couple of games, uh, they're, they're just different different rallies. Uh, they're, you know, the, the pressure on you. He knew he was going to have to really roll the sleeves up. And he just looked bereft of answers uh, last night. And I I mean, that's, you know, been the blight on Rublev. Yeah, top 10 player, good ball striker, wins a lot of events at that 500 level uh, where he's top C. You know, he's still yet to really take that next step against the best at Masters 1000 and the Slams. And there was no change in the game plan last night. It was almost like he was just trying to hit harder. And and when you're dealing with Djokovic, it forces you to overplay and then the unforced errors start to, um, you know, start to rack up. So, 
Yeah, there's no, there's never been any subtlety in the in the Rublev game, and I mean, obviously, as a coach, I, I imagine you know um, uh, Vicente, who's been with Rublev for a number of years now, would go, well, okay, well, let, let's keep trying to fine tune your assets out there, and there's just probably some parts that a coach, you know, can't change. Players are quite stubborn in the way they play, and you know, he's not going to become a guy who's going to get to the net all the time. He's not going to be. Uh, come a guy who's going to throw in a lot of drop shots. Uh, he, his game is built on power. That's the way he loves to feel the ball and the way he loves to play tennis. But it might not elevate him much higher than what he is, which is still a good level, but not quite good enough at the slams. What um, what are we going to see from a challenger at this tournament? I, I'm thinking the only one is Sitsipas. Well, it's Tommy Paul next up, which would be one of the great upsets of all time, wouldn't it, BP, if Tommy Paul knocked well, off Novak Djokovic? Well, well, it would. Um, I was interested to listen to Christopher Clary from the New York Times, who was on with Jared and Kane on Sports Day uh, last night, just mentioning that you know Novak and Tommy Paul have never played each other, so it's almost like you know certainly for Tommy, there's no scars, there's no uh, nightmares of a, a previous uh, straight sets defeat, uh, so he can go in just backing himself. But you know Tommy's a great athlete, he was a great junior, he's now caught up. Uh, to some of those Americans who had taken top billing over him and, you know, live ranking back inside the top 20. Um, but, you know, he'll cover the ground pretty well. He strikes the ball well, but you just you just feel, I mean, he, he can do everything right uh, on Friday night and still not going to be good enough to deal with uh, Djokovic. So, yeah, Sitsi Pass appears to be the best equipped, uh, but even I think there's a... There's a gap there. I really am trying to mount a case, I can tell you, because I love the underdog. <laughs> it's my old, my old Fitzroy roots. So I love the underdog <laughs> in sports. Uh, but right here and now, I'm, I'm struggling to find a way that these guys are going to break down Novak. Women's semis uh, tonight, uh, BP. Uh, I guess Tommy Paul's been the surprise on the men's side. Uh, Lynette's certainly been the surprise on the women's side. She plays Sabalenka, and then you've got Rabikina versus Azarenka, which looks pretty evenly matched on paper. Who do you think will be playing off in the women's final come Saturday night? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's one I've certainly got up this morning and, um, and pondered because I've gone back and forth, uh, certainly with you know, Azarenka and Roy Buckner in my mind. Uh, you know, Roy Buckner just the way she, you know, is she going to overhit Vika or, you know, will Victoria, just with her experience, uh, be able to, you know, just move the ball around the court that gets Roy Buckner a little uncomfortable? I think that's what, you know, uh, Azarenka's got to do. She's not going to necessarily blow Rybakina off the court with her power. So I just think the way Vika's playing and, you know, just the renaissance she's had at the slams, so I feel like uh, this can be her moment tonight. And uh, I'll still back in Sabalenka. I've sort of, yeah, been in her corner all the way, I think, to make the final. Her power off the ground will, uh, I think, bring the fairy tale run to an end of Magdalenette, who's had a, a dream uh, fortnight. Uh, she's made uh, yeah, probably more money in the last fortnight than she made last year, and she'll walk away uh, pretty satisfied. But I think Sabalenka looks to be in the groove. I mean, a Sabalenka-Azarenka final would be superb, both from the same country, of course. And it was uh, really Sabalenka who came in to emulate Azarenka with that feisty competitiveness yep. as the younger version. So it'd be great to see them actually go head-to-head. Yeah, it should be great. The women's semis uh, tonight uh, and then tomorrow, of course, the men's semifinals, Paul versus Djokovic and Sitsipas versus Hatchinoff. BP, thanks for your time again. Uh, enjoy your Australia Day. Indeed. Uh, yeah, day off, is it, uh, for some? Yeah. Not for me. Not for us. <laughs> not for the hard toilet. No. Not for the fly-blown, BP. Not for the fly-blown. That's right.
That's right. Dad. Thanks again, BP. Thanks to the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar, a pinnacle of engineering Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. So now in Victoria, up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back to the show. Mark Woodford, Alexandra Manley will join us after 8 o'clock, of course. Last fan standing thanks to Mac is at 8.20 today. Um, how would you be feeling if you were the manager of Aberdeen? His name is Jim Goodwin, Simon. Uh, they've struggled since the World Cup. They were thrashed in the Scottish Premier League on the weekend, mm. 5-0. And then they're knocked out of the Scottish Cup by a team from the sixth tier. Real pub sixth team. Sixth tier. Sixth tier in Scotland ain't good. No. So that was a shock. They put out a statement via the chairman saying the Football Monitoring Board has now had full and frank meeting with Jim. It wasn't an easy conversation, but necessary after the overall poor results since the World Cup break. From our wider discussions over the last two days, we believe that the senior players and squad are behind the manager. Combined with our discussions today, Jim will be in the dugout on Saturday. However, to be clear, Jim has been left in no doubt that the board and the fans are seeking an immediate response for him and the players. Does that mean win on the weekend or you sacked? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Full support of the board until you lose your next match. Hmm. Um, the players are still behind Jim. Mm. Well, that gives him some sense of hope mm. that they're going to have a dash for mm. him on the weekend. Interesting statement. What what game have they got on the weekend? Uh, they play against, was it Kilmarnock? Uh, good question. Can we get a, a ladder position of both teams. Well, they're for the fifth. Weekend's Aberdeen's match. fifth, so they're actually not going that bad. But they'll thrash by Hearts five nil, who are third uh, the other day. But um, whew, I'd be very nervous. Yeah, oh, I think Jim's maybe on the outer. But that, this is the time of year when you turn it for home in the Premier League and you know, mm-hmm. the EPL, and that's when things haven't been yeah, going too well. People trouble. start to. Frank Lampard. When I reckon Moyes would have, may have gone from West Ham if I reckon he would have. West Ham. Yeah, they lost didn't that beat game. Everton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's time. Mm. Everyone starts thinking. Right. Oh, this year's a basket case. Let's start thinking about next year. So they play Kilmarnock, who are second bottom. Well, they've got to knock oh, over Kilmarnock. DCM. If you don't win, what I need to I need to be watching this for for the coach's sake. Mm. I need to I need to be you know, have his back here. Kilmarnock versus Aberdeen. That's the right. Scottish Premier League. That's right. Come on. Come on, the Deaners. <laughs> Come on, the Come Yabbers. on, the Dons. Come on, Deans. Uh, now, this is a nice just message. Just get them in every time. Like, why, why would you call them the Dons? Huh? Aberdeen. You just called them the Dons. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't why, know. Why I would said. you call Aberdeen <laughs> the Dons? What, is what has name? Aberdeen got to do with the Dons? Well, maybe maybe just, nothing. You just led with your chin again. You put your chin out and said, hit me. I'm going to look up their nickname in the break. Hey, I wanted to wish Simon a very happy birthday and say thanks for something he did 20 years ago. My dad had been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and Simon wrote a letter to him helping dad. He believed he could bleed it, beat it. I'm pleased to say dad did beat the disease. That letter and you were a huge inspiration to my dad. Simon, thanks so much for taking the time to write it. Our family will always remember it and appreciate what you did. All the very best, Matt in Ascot Vale. Good on That's you. That's a nice story. Glad I could help. Yeah. Nice. That's lovely. All the best to your dad. Uh, beautiful. Uh, good story there from Matt in Ascot Vale. Mark Woodford coming up after the break. You're not far away from 60. 57. Mark Woodford. Well, what are you on the age count now? <laughs>
Brett, uh, Alexandra Manley, she's only 26, part of the Jayco cycling team. And forget on the line, last fan standing, thanks to Maccas. It all wraps up on Monday, so only a couple more chances to make that uh, final. That's at 8.20 today. Um, Going to play some Tom Brady as well. He doesn't like being asked questions about his future right now. We'll play that after 8 as well. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer breakfast. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you've said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you asking. Thought it was a fair question, wasn't it? What are you doing with your future, Tom? Probably get sick of being asked. Oh, just Jerno doing his thing. He's allowed to have a reaction. Mm. I think that reaction's fine. Bit, the language is a bit fruity. Oh. <laughs> when do I get my apology, by the way? For what? The Aberdeen's nickname is the Dons. But you're not getting an apology for Aberdeen's nickname being the Dons. The reason you're not getting an apology for Aberdeen's nickname being the Dons is you came up with a story on the Scottish Premier mm. League out of absolutely nowhere, and now I understand the motivation for you the whole of the story is to actually frame it about Essendon Football Club yet again. You think that's why I said yes. it? Yes. You think I'm that shallow? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. One theory is it derives from the word Don, meaning teacher, given Aberdeen's history as a university mm. town. Now, one man that couldn't give a stuff about this conversation uh, is Mark Woodford, SEN tennis expert, and he joins us again this morning. G'day, Mark. I, I am smiling at that uh, conversation, <laughs> though. <laughs> Who are you supporting the footy? Well, you're a South Australian... I, I I am, but I'm a Carlton man. He's a blue bagger. Blue bagger. Yes. Wow. Wee. Well, you'd be pretty optimistic about the year ahead, wouldn't you, Mark? Uh, I am. I'm hoping to go down to uh, to, to watch the them train and see their new facilities and uh, and then hear about how well they're going to do this year. When are you doing that? <laughs> In the next few days, next few oh. days before before I head out after the AO finishes. So You're going out with uh, the Prez, do you know the Prez? The Prez take who's taking you through? Uh, I am. Uh, I, I know. I, I can't name drop. Um, but go I'm on, go on, go on. You can't right. tell anyone. No, 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 no. <laughs> Luke Sayers is he taking you? He through? was sitting next to Rod Laver at the tennis the other day. Luke Sayers? Oh, no, Rod Laver was sitting next to Luke Oh, Sayers. sorry. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Laver. Uh, I mean, everyone sits next to Rod Laver uh, at, at RLA, right? Absolutely. And, uh, well, it is Rod Laver Arena, but I tell you what, it is Novak Djokovic's court. Unbelievable record again last night. So, dominant. we asked this question towards the top of the show, Mark, and we asked Brett Phillips, but... Why is Novak so good? What what separates him for, from the majority of his rivals and we'll probably see him go down as the greatest player of all time? Mm. I, I, 
Uh, well, he he hasn't been separated. There wasn't much separation. Uh, look, with Rafa and and Roger, I, I mean that's what was intriguing and has kept us captivated over the last uh, you know decade and a half. Um, and and the potential, you know, that I, I guess question of greatest of all time. And I'm and I'm loath to get into mm. you know go into it too deeply because you know I feel like that tag comes with. You with a with an individual once you retire from the sport. So, um, but but the fact that they were pushing each other and accumulating these grand slams and and I think you know it it uh, seems quite clear that that uh, Novak's got the inside running there. Um, you, you know the form that he has shown over the last two nights and and granted, it's not against guys who are number two in the world or number three in the world. They're they're a little lower ranked, so I, I mean I'm not overly surprised with that form, but given the controversy, given the circumstances, it is quite amazing the the fact that he you know last year with what happened and and then carrying a a hamstring injury uh, that he seems to be handling pretty well, but uh, it it has been breathtaking. He he has. Uh, showing that he's, uh, you know, a couple of levels above the the last two rounds um, that the opponent, um, and, and I think he has. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how how the other guys left in the tournament are, are scratching their head, like, what do we have to do mm. to uh, to beat Novak Djokovic? Wait till he retires. <laughs> <laughs> Knock him over when he changes ends or something. <laughs> Brett Phillips mentioned before, maybe one of the things that is going for Tommy Paul in his uh, upcoming semi-final against Novak is he has no bad history against Novak. He never played him before, so there's no scars yeah. there. Is that is that something he can use as a bit of a somewhat advantage going into a match where it seems like some of the players that step onto the court and they're, all, they're already defeated before they start? Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, and uh, it's not unusual. I mean, I, I think it would be, you know, the same feeling if you were playing Rafa at Roland Garros. Yeah. Um, you know, in the locker room, you see the draw and you think, well, um, you know, how, how many games do I, will I come away with? Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, you know, Brett, Brett and I were talking about it last night as well when we finished the match. That uh, you know, Tommy Paul, what, what where is uh, where, where is something that um, you, you know he can maybe be on level terms, and and the fact that he hasn't played uh, Novak, I think can work in his favour. The fact that he's in the semi-finals for the first time, um, but you also go back to the beginning of the tournament and preparation, mentally and and physically. Novak Djokovic has probably planned from the moment that he landed here in Melbourne. He he expected. He'd planned, he'd hoped, uh, aspired to be here, right, you know, where he is now, and even to go a couple more matches. But has Tommy Paul, you know, has he already run his race? Is he going to be just happy with reaching the semifinals? Or does he believe deep down that he can actually, you know, cause, uh, it would be an upset, um, given the ranking differential, uh, Tommy Paul's never been there before. So it's, I, I mean, I if Novak plays the same level that he has shown the last two rounds, I think Tommy Paul's going to be very happy that he's reached the semifinals. Mm-hmm.
I think that's a fair call. Talking to Mark Woodford, SEN tennis expert. Take a nice memory home with him, isn't Yeah, he? that's right. Made yeah. the semis. Nice check, but uh, probably not getting past Novak. Is it Sitsipas? Is he, is he the one with the game that if he has a good one and Novak's a bit off, is he the one left that can beat him? Well, I'm a, I'm a big Sitsipas fan. I, I, liked, I like his game full stop because he – he has layers. You know, he just doesn't play this generic stay on the baseline, bang to the, bang away to the corners and hit the heck out of the serve. And, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's a bit more thought thinking in, in his game. Um, uh, so I, I, I feel like he should have the advantage over Hashinoff, but I, I mean, you know, Karen is obviously, you know, playing some, some great tennis to, to reach this, um, portion of the tournament, but again, I refer back to the comment I said before. City Pass, I feel like, has planned for this. Yeah, you know, he, he's reached um, th- this distance before. I think he wants to go, you know, further. He, he, he's got a great fan support here. Working with Mark Philippoussis is has been a, a bonus for him. Um, has Hashinov, his, did he expect to be here at the beginning of the tournament? And to turn it around and, you, you, you know, all of a sudden think, okay, I've got an opportunity uh, two matches away. It's, it, it, you know, it can affect you um, uh, in, in the sense that you, going into the arena, you know, Hashinov might be a little content that he's, but semi-finals, this is awesome. Uh, you, you know, I'm really happy with that. So I, I do hope for me uh, the matchup. I think City Park does have a better chance a, against Novak if it is to be Novak in the final. What about the doubles, uh, Woody? Um, obviously, the, your history there has been well documented and, and great success. We've got a, a yep. new pairing. A new Aussie oh, well, pairing, Hitchikata and, and Kublai. Uh, they're doing a great job, and they're enjoying it. The number one seeds. <laughs> I, I I was uh, I, I saw them. Yes, I saw Jason Kublai. I saw the the night before. I saw Rinky Hitchikata. We, we were catching a, a transportation back uh, to the respective hotels, and I saw Rinky. And, and I don't know if that guy ever loses the smile on his face, but he is walking. <laughs> on cloud nine at, from the beginning of the tournament with the, the result that he had in singles, the, just the anticipation of what his career, you know, the, uh, and something to look forward to his journey's beginning. And um, it, it, it was before they had to play cool off and, and Scupsy, the number one seed. And he said, yeah, I'm so looking forward to it, Woody. It's going to be great. And, you know, and it's the way that it played out. I saw Jason Kubler last night after the match and, uh, and, and said, so, you know, how on earth did you beat them so easily? You've whipped the number one seed, which, by the way, I, I think, yeah, I, look, these guys have been around for a while, and I, I'm, I'm not sure doubles is necessarily the standards raised uh, to, too much. I, I, I think it's kind of fallen their way, but um, they're triers. Um, but I was overjoyed to see Rinky and, and Kubes, and uh, Kubler said, Rinky played out of this world. Um, <laughs> he was the one that was controlling it, fist pumping, getting the crowd going and uh, loving it. So I, I hope that that enthusiasm can get them through. They're playing against uh, Granolas and Zabayos in the next round who are 
you, you know, have um, that they're not household names by any means, and and uh, might be a little scenario like we had last year where um, the special K's were able to get the crowd support, you know, right behind them and really disturb the opponents. I, I kind of hope that that can happen, you know, in the next match with the two Australians and uh, um, the draw and the bottom half of the draw. There's, there's not like they're formidable opponents either. So we could have a repeat of um, uh, doubles champions this year. That would be magnificent. Mark, just before we let you go, just a quick tip for the women's semifinals. Oh, I'd be very wary of the Wimbledon champion. Mm. I've, I've kind of wavered a few times because I, as a ranker, you know, I mean, she's such a, a warrior on the court uh, and she's got the experience. Um, Sabalenka with the serve, but, um, you, you know, I'm, I, I like Rybakina because she's already got a title under her, under her belt and, you know, she wants to show that it wasn't a one-off. Do we name Court 13 in her honour if she wins the title? Given she started the tournament, Wimbledon champion, Court 13? That's one thing we can guarantee. She ain't playing the semi-finals in the final on court 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't think she'll be on court 13 ever again if she wins the Australian Open this year. Mark, uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, enjoy the semi-finals and the women's tonight. Yeah, fellas, thanks. Good talking to you. Great to talk to Mark Woodford, SEN tennis expert. Fantastic, guys. Yeah, that's disappointing. No, it's not. I didn't realise he was a garden man. Touring the facilities he, next week. Mm, that beautiful new facilities he, he down must there. Be, he's high up. What was that music? Nothing. You had your phone on, didn't you? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Uh, Troy from North Fitzroy's jumped on the line. Hey, Troy. Yeah, good morning, mate. How are you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Um, I just want to wish everybody a very happy Australia Day. And, um, and I also want to point out to my, um, actually my Indian brothers and sisters and whatever... Everywhere, and a very happy Independence Day for India. Beautiful. Thank you, Troy. Yeah, Troy. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got to say uh, congratulations uh, to Socceroo uh, Awamabil, who was the youngest named the young Australian of the year last night. So, uh, former refugee, uh, he, him and his family fled civil war in South Sudan for Australia. Now he's a Socceroo. Uh, but he won the award because of his work in helping enlighten the lives of other refugees that won him the title. He set up his own non-profit organisation, Barefoot to Boots, to help other refugees in camps like the one he grew up into the sport. He has personally delivered jerseys and other sports gears to kids. He describes a refugee camp like a prison without a wall. Mm. It's a great story. Yeah, great, great story. story. So well done to Awamabil, uh, Socceroo, and doing some great things in the community. The Young Australian of the Year. Okay, it is time after the break. For last man standing. So, of course, together with Maccas, we're giving you and a mate the chance to win a trip to Delhi for the second test, India versus Australia. It's coming up in February, all thanks to Maccas. All you have to do is be crowned the last fan standing. 11 cricket questions answered correctly, and you keep going. Incorrect? See you later. We'll take the next caller, and the last fan standing after the 11th question will have the chance to win. Call now, 1300 736 736. Last fan standing, thanks to Maccas. Lines are full, big crown, the last fan standing. Thanks to McDonald's, which all wraps up on Monday. Sure. Hang on. Why well, wasn't it a Simon O'Donnell theme quiz today for your 60th birthday? Oh, we did not. We're ready to go, are we? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we are ready to go. Far away, Simon. This is your quiz. Essen 
That's a good idea. Mm. Essendon Cricket Club. Boom, boom quiz, I don't yeah. mind that, Simon. Yeah, okay. Far away. Okay, Bo joins us in the Gold Coast. G'day, Bo. How you going, boys? Yeah, good, Bo. Good to have you with us. Bo, how many one-day international World Cups has Australia won? Five, quite right. Good work. Bo, name three of those five years that Australia were World Cup champs. Uh, 2007? Yeah, that's one of them. Uh, 15? Yep. And, oh, 92, I'll go. Oh. Fallen. Rowan joins us in Torquay. G'day, Rowan. Morning, guys. How are you? Rowan, Australia has won five World Cups. Uh, We've already named two of them, 2007 and 2015. What is one of the other years that Australia's won the World Cup of One Day International Cricket? I'll go with the one you famously helped us win, Simon, 1987. 1987. Oh, correct answer. How many times, Rowan, has Australia been runner-up in 50-over World Cups? Uh, twice. Twice. 75 and 96. When was the first World Cup? Uh, 1975. 1975, which Australia was the runner-up in, Rowan. Australia and England played in the first one-day international at the MCG. What year was that held? Uh, 1971. Quite right. Who is the current top-ranked country in one-day international cricket? Um, one-day international is India. India is quite right. Question seven. Going very well here, Rowan. Where is Australia ranked on the one-day international cricket ladder at the moment? Uh, third. Third is right. Question eight. Which Australian famously told Herschel Gibbs he dropped the World Cup? Steve Waugh. Steve Waugh. Multiple choice here. Question nine. Who won player of the match in the 1987 World Cup final when Australia beat England by seven runs? Was it Jeff Marsh, David Byrne or Dean Jones? Uh, we'll go with David Boone. David Boone. He made 74. Boone, he opened the batting for Australia and made 74. Two to go, Rowan. This is a very good effort. It's killing it. Who was player of the match in the 2015 World Cup final when Australia beat New Zealand at the MCG? Was it Mitchell Stark, Steve Smith or James Faulkner? Steve Smith. Oh, good oh, effort. Done the legwork. Let's go to Pete from Gladstone Park. You parachuted in here, Pete. Pete, who was the player of the match in the 2015 World Cup final? Was it Mitch Stark, Steve Smith, or James Faulkner? Uh, James Faulkner. James Faulkner with three for 36 was a judged man of the match. Pete, this is uh, to give you a chance of getting on the plane. Which New Zealand batsman did Mitchell Stark bowl with his third ball at the MCG in the 2015 World Cup final? Uh, That was uh, McCullum. 
Brendan McCollum. Beautifully You've done. Got it. Well done, Pete. Uh, excellent effort. Uh, good effort from Rowan. Rowan did the leg work. A couple of hurdles out. Yeah. Uh, broke the back of it, but Pete, uh, well done. Well done, Pete uh, from Gladstone Park. Congratulations. You're today's last fan standing. We'll know January 30 whether you're the overall winner. Of course, the prize. Magnificent flights for you and a mate to Delhi. Five nights premium five-star accommodation. Attend a sports luncheon with the SEN commentary team. Corporate hospitality at the cricket and $1,000 spending money. So another chance to win across the day today and again tomorrow with us. It's the last Fan standing all thanks to Maccas. Today's winner will be given their chance to win their chance to get to India on the 30th of January in the quiz involving all winners so far. And, Rowan, for doing such a good job, give us a buzz back. You can have 18 holes of golf uh, with you and a mate and that's a car. Nice of you. Um, and that's at Club Mandalay. Uh, the fantastic uh, course down there at Club Mandalay. I pay, play there a bit and it's a, it's a ripper. So um, And a double pass at the Summer Festival at the Valley. 10th of Feb. I didn't finish Oh, sorry. Yet. I didn't know if you'd seen that yet. Good track, is it? <laughs> how, how much longer have I got to work with him? This is the last day, so it's okay. This you got about gone off after here. 31 minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, dear. And also, Rowan, you've won a double pass to the Summer Festival at the Valley on the 10th of February. Experience fun you won't forget with racing live music. And entertainment. The Summer <laughs> Festival at the Valley, January 21, <laughs> February 24. Normally the host. At, normally the host does the, the nuts Valley and bolts. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get the host out of the joint and get him out. You're never happy with your host. When it's Sam, you're not happy. When it's me, you're not happy. No, no, Maybe I'll, you're the problem. I'll be happy with Sam when he comes back on yeah, Monday. So that's, not what you say in private. that's not what you say in private. Well, same as I said to you two days ago when you came in. I said, geez, I'm sick of that Sam. Yeah. It's just the way I roll. I wouldn't want to go to war with you. Oh. Uh, get involved in the 40 Wings Temper Text Consumer's Choice Winner Temper Mattresses, <laughs> Pillows, and Adjustable Bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. Plenty of people are. Happy birthday, Simon. Jason from Moorbark. Happy birthday, Simon. Have a great day. Day says Dean. Uh, so plenty coming through on the 40 Winks uh, temper. Uh, not far away, uh, we will speak uh, to our cyclist who I've just. Uh, Alex Manley, of course. Alexander Manley, part of the Jaco cycling well, we team. <laughs> if you're struggling with the host, we just get to the news. Because I'm, I'm happy to do it. If you can't, don't want to do the hosting bit. That's fine. Vanessa in the newsroom. Thank you, Vanessa. Alexandra Manley about to join us. Uh, so it's a big event, the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race. It returns better than ever in 2023. And after two years, welcomes riders of all ages and abilities back for the 2023 edition of the TAC People's Ride. Registrations for the hugely popular People's Ride are still open for the event, which is only a few weeks away with TAC on board as naming rights partner. Uh, the TAC's People's Ride with 35, 50 and 125 kilometre options cater to cyclists of all levels. A chance to ride on the same rows as the pros. It's highlighted by Shambora, a climb for those doing the longest distance uh, to cover. And uh, one of the professionals that will be racing is Alexandra Manley, and she joins us this morning. Morning, Alex. Morning. How are you doing? Very well. Uh, very well. And you're going in, uh, in, it's a couple of weeks away, but uh, in some good form. You must have been happy with your performance over at the Tour Down Under? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's early in the season, but yeah, really happy with how the legs are going. And I mean, the Aussie summer is always really exciting for us. So we do like to have a bit of form going on. What's the greatest challenge of the, uh, the Cadell Evans race? Ah, 
I think there's a, there's a couple of punchy climbs, so that's probably the greatest challenge. Um, we have some really fast uh, climbers um, in Australia at the moment, so that's probably going to be the biggest challenge for me. Is Alex, you've done a bit in um, your, your time in, in cycling. You're a Commonwealth champ. You've been in the Olympics. You're track world champion. I mean, um, extraordinary record you're, you're building up. What's on the radar outside of, obviously, the Cadell race? From a, a representing the country point of view, what's next on your radar? Uh, I think being an athlete, there's always another goal. But, um, yeah, the European uh, spring is always big for us, so... Amsterdam Gold Race and uh, Spring Classic for me, but always, yeah, still want to go to the Olympics again and um, the World Championships as well. Absolutely. Now, this, you, what you've done in the sport is even more remarkable, Alexandra, given you didn't even, is it true you didn't even know cycling was a sport until you were 14? Yeah, I um, I just thought you kind of just like rode your bike around the farm or something, um, <laughs> but I didn't know you could like race it. <laughs> so cycling found you. You didn't find cycling. Is that would that be fair to say? Yeah, no, that's fair to say for sure. But I'm glad it found me. Now, also, I was reading that you played a lot of sports growing up: basketball, cross country, netball, hockey, tennis, javelin, and steeplechase. Um, yeah. Which one were you most accomplished at out of all of those? I think I was probably a naturally better runner, but basketball was my favourite. But if you looked at my height, I'm not very tall. <laughs> so probably good cycling found me. So who found you in terms of your cycling? Who identified your talents and how did that all come about in your in your early teens? Uh, so there used to be a program, well, there still is in South Australia, but it used to be worldwide, uh, worldwide, Australia-wide, um, called the Talent Identification Program. So... I came through that system and then in South Australia, you, there's like always another like program that I could get into and that's kind of how I eventually built my, uh, quite my way up the ladder. Alex, what, what is, I find the motivation of cycling really interesting. You, you spend so much time riding, so much time. Was the enjoyment there for you, you know, from the start, the moment you'd gone through that TIP program? Yeah, I think it was. I think for me, actually, originally what kept me in the sport was um, the social side because I was in, like, a group of, I think, well, everybody was 14 or 15 and there was about 10 of us and I just made some really good friends. I wasn't very good at riding yet, so the friends definitely started me in the sport, but then I kind of learned how to ride and I started understanding the freedom that the sport gave me and kind of just, yeah, it really helped me, so I just fell in love with it. I think you also said in in an article that you were pretty shy as a as a young girl, and that really it really helped you getting involved in cycling, a, a team sport, and as you said, some of the friends that you made. Yes, one hundred percent. I think if I was fourteen right now and you told me I was on the radio, I'd be like what? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're coming across quite naturally, so uh, no issues there. Just give you're us. Not a- the only people that are. You're not the only person that's frightened of us too, Alex. <laughs> Tell us what a week of training looks like for you. So, how many k's on the bike, and what else do you do off bike in a sort of a normal week of training? Um, so it depends on what time of like the year it is. Like, if you're racing, then there's a lot of recovery between the racing. But if you're in a training block, for example, you could be running probably about uh, 500 kilometers a week, um, two days sometimes, sometimes in the gym. So, yeah, like, for example, I could have maybe three hours on Monday, four hours Tuesday, five hours Wednesday, recovery day Thursday, 
um, and then you kind of repeat that again um, for the rest of the week. Assuming the cycling athlete, the, the most important um, tools you have are, are your legs. They're the, they're the ones going around. But when you do gym gym work, what what does that entail? Is that a whole body experience, Alex, or, or is, again, still concentrating on power and endurance through the legs? Um, mainly concentrating on power and endurance through the legs. Um, for me, I don't put on muscle very easily, so I can do upper body work and it wouldn't actually really do anything. Um, but I like, I just don't put muscle on there, but some people can't really touch because you don't really want to carry excess weight on your arms, but, uh, just lifting the weights in the gym isn't probably enough for us. But when I'm in track season, I will lift a bit of weights on my upper body, um, because I do an event called the Madison, which you have to like throw each other into the race. So you need to be strong throughout the whole body. How difficult is that event, the Madison? It looks, the speeds you're going, as you say, you've got to have a lot of strength to almost throw the riders into the race. I mean, how difficult an event is that? And when you first start getting involved in that event, how, how difficult is is it to master? Um, it sort of takes a while, for sure. It's pretty difficult, but the, the biggest difficulty is the probably the like concentration and fatigue and decision-making um, because... With the Madison, it's so tactical that the decision-making is crucial. So you need to be as fit as possible to then not make bad decisions. So you can just grab another cyclist and throw him around a bit. <laughs> yeah, not basically. Just give him a push. I'm liking that. Oh, it's, a, it's an amazing That's event. That's a good race. Though. Amazing yeah. I could event. ride next to you and, like, throw you into the fence. Oh, you're on the same team. You're not, oh, you're yeah. not, push, you're not yeah. pushing oh, the opposition. Oh, I thought it was like a demolition derby. No. Oh, you're no. You're helping your own teammate. Oh, God, sorry. That's nasty. Oh, I didn't realise Nasty. I, thought, I didn't think Alex would have it in her either. No. She sounds such a lovely person, and next thing I'm seeing no, her grab the, push your the lady forward. in the purple, and she's tossing her off the bike. Oh, there are some rules. You can't just do oh, that okay. to the opposition. All right. <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, thanks so much for your time. Uh, good luck in the Cazelle Evans uh, race, and good luck for 2023. Thank you so much. Great to have Alex Manley on the show from Team Joker. My mistake, I said a couple of weeks away. I meant a couple of days away. So the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race will be held from Jan 27 to Jan 29 with the TAC People's Ride set for Saturday morning, so Jan 28. Find out more about the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race, TAC People's Ride, and how you can get involved at cadellroadrace.com. Com. Mate, you you want to be the host, so you got to get these things right. You Ever say, since I've hey, said that, I haven't you know, got nothing I'm right. The host. Yeah, I should be reading these things out. Then when I let you read them out, you get them wrong. You say it's two weeks, it's only a couple of days. You know, they're putting the fences up on the Geelong waterfront, yeah, yeah. so they're down there. Yeah, I got that wrong. And one of our listeners has just driven past. He said, you know, yep, it's a it's a ticketed event. You got to go through the fence. Maybe if that in those Madisons you could throw someone through the fence and create an area where you could come. That through. was theatre, wasn't it? From you, it was genuine theatre. I hope so. Genuine theatre. That is. I wanted a... to get involved in the interview. I had no way of getting involved in the interview. I thought maybe cycling needs the old demolition derby. What do you but mean like, you had no old... way of getting involved in the interview? Well, yeah, you sort of take it over a bit with Alex. You you showing your wisdom when it comes to cycling. Which, There's not much there when it comes amazes to cycling. Me. I, amazes, I often look over and think, wow, JDS's knowledge is extraordinary on all these different sports. That's rubbish. I don't know anything I do. about cycling. I, just, I sit across and... Cycling's I'm, not one of them, but thank I'm you. I'm quite That's amazed lovely. sometimes. I think, wow. All right. It's fantastic. Yeah. Have we got a very special caller on the line? 
Bill Laurie from Yarrambat has rung through. Hello, Bill. Hello, guys. Simon's 50 today. Is that right? <laughs> he wishes, Bill. I, I was just hoping one of the bulls would get him up in the farm, but he survived. <laughs> he's still dodging them, Bill. Hello. I've done a bit of homework on him, too. I hear he's going to the 150-year celebration at Essendon, and he's got two sons who are better players than him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Happy that birthday, w- Simon. Yeah, thanks. thanks, Bill. And I, I'm pretty sure you've made a contribution to that 150th, which is... Much appreciated because um, your name is folklore at the Essendon Cricket Club with uh, your performance in that grand final of, uh, of yesteryear where you um, you batted and uh, the Bombers couldn't get any silverware. It went uh, your way to Northcote. That's right. And when is that night? Uh, next Saturday, so 4th I of February. You anyway, I gave you a bit of a hiding, so I thought I'd really catch up on you. I'm a bit behind. <laughs> now, how's that South African pigeon race? Have you won it no, yet? No, that, that's all gone. That's, they, one of the girls ran off with all the money, so that no longer oh, exists. So. <laughs> Don't put a woman in charge of the money. That's the answer to that. <laughs> well, we, we had Jules years ago on the commentary. We we had mm-hmm. three pigeons that went to this South African race. We were we we're all up and about, weren't we, Bill? And oh, of one of them, you were, you, you're hungry for the big <laughs> quid. That's typical of those racing people. You got to watch them, I tell you. <laughs> anyway, it's good, it's good to hear. It's in such good spirits, and everything's going well, and the family's going well, and the farm's going well. So you're on cloud nine. Good on you, Bill. Uh, uh, great to hear from you. What are Fantastic. your favourite memories of calling uh, Simon in action, Bill? Oh, it's pretty dull. I have to just need to pump it up a bit. <laughs> okay, see you. Got you, Bill. Oh, what a oh, pleasure. Bill Laurie bringing uh, through. God, we miss him in the commentary box, don't we? That bit of commentary they had recently, I, don't know, I forgot where I heard where the, the camera's cut to quite a, a, a nice-looking lady in the in the stand. And, yes. And... Um, Greggy's, yeah, yeah, Bill, uh, look at this. Uh, oh, yeah, it's lovely, you know, uh, beautiful. Uh, dear me, uh, wonderful. Uh, what do you think there, Bill? You know, is there a pigeon you've got that looks anything like that? Uh, and there was silence. <laughs> and Greggy said, well, Bill, you know, what do you think? And Bill just said, you dug the hole, mate, you fill it in. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> oh, God, he was. What a combination. What a combination. Yeah. Let's get uh, to the break. Uh, just seen some news from Josh Gabble. He's come through. Not good news. Uh, if you're a Hawthorne fan, we'll give you that after the break here on SEN Summer Breakfast. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back to the show. As we mentioned before the break, bit of breaking news out of Hawthorne via Josh Gabalich at afl.com.au. Mitch Lewis has been ruled out of round one, sprained his ACL at training on Monday, return date to become clearer in coming weeks. So Hawthorne, Essendon in round one, the respective spearheads the last two days. Peter Wright pings a calf. What's well, it? It's fact. Mitch Lewis uh, sprained ACL. Not even many sprained. Uh, ACLs. Let's get to Roy in Templestowe, who wants to get us back on track. Hey, Roy. G'day, JDS. G'day, Scoob. How are we going? Roy, good, good. Uh, just, just wanted to wish you a very happy 60th birthday, mate. You've been an absolute legend of the sport of cricket for Australia. 
And, um, yeah, great to hear you on SCN, Net, SCN Network all around the country. Good on you, Roy. Nice to be here, and hopefully I'm here for a few more, and uh, you have a good day as I well. Think, uh, uh, enjoy Roy, your Australia Roy, day, Roy's Roy. our man that uh, is still getting over the fact I stalled. Aren't you, Roy, in the driver's test? Of course. That's when men were men back then. Uh, yeah. Knowing how to drive, knowing how to, um, yeah. Drive a manual, Roy. Don't stall the... Yeah, and I, it was at Burwood, Highway, Burwood Highway. I actually um, that's right. That's where it was. Myself. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, absolute shocker. Well, uh, Roy, <laughs> I went for my license once and got it first time. He uh, shouldn't have got it, Roy. He shouldn't have been allowed on uh, the road. It's really a sore point with Roy I'm, I'm and Roy. Simon. Well, um, just quickly, uh, I digress to Bill, who we just yes. heard from. It was fantastic Brilliant. to hear from Bill. Some of the best fun there was, I missed that South African pigeon race. <laughs> yes. He set three birds for it, and we all bought, you know, and we had to buy them, pay a minimal fee. And, and we, he entered three birds in this race. And we actually were, I reckon we were doing the Brisbane test or the Sydney test when the race started in South Africa. And it goes for about four days. And, you know, you're getting news all the time, you know, oh, no, we've lost a bird, you know. So halfway through the day, Australia playing England, ah. Oh, We've lost a bird. You know, the commentary team was down. You know, we were all down. And then you know, we still had two birds left, and the next day we lost another bird. <laughs> but we got one bird that got like, into the top 100, and there was thousands and thousands of birds go from around the world to go into this race, and we got into the, like, the top 100, and we eventually, you know, I think we were 67 or something, and we finally lost our last bird on the last day. <laughs> I don't know how you find out you lose them, you know. I reckon – some satellite picks up that they've dropped out of the sky or been eaten by an eagle or a hawk or something. It was great fun. Fantastic. God, he would have been fun to work with, I'd imagine. Oh, it's brilliant. Fantastic. Brilliant. That old uh, commentary team was magnificent. Now, after the you break. Dug the hole, you fill it. Oh, that was brilliant. I just watched that during the break. So we have to get to another break. We had a few technical problems, so we couldn't get to the break before. But uh, there's a bit going on between Rory McElroy and Patrick Reed. So there's a footage of Reed going up to give McElroy a handshake. McElroy fresh airs him. He's explained to the media why. We'll give that to you after break. Just a reminder, call of the year is back. Monday, 30th of January. You call come up, up with SEN some breakfast of this stuff at six when we start. For your chance to win a brand to new Toyota. Kino Go, now in Victoria. Up to 20 million can be won every three minutes. Gamble responsibly. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer breakfast. Welcome back, Rory McElroy and Patrick Reed. It's a fair old spat. Uh, they didn't. Uh, he just did an order handshake, didn't he, Rory? No, just brushed him. Just brushed him. Absolutely brushed him. Uh, so a lot of tension. He's been a big defender of the PGA Tour. Obviously, Patrick Reed plays on the Live Tour. And uh, when asked by the media, Rory, Rory explained why he fresh aired him. Social media as it is, yesterday, big story in golf was a tee peg that was thrown your direction um, from Patrick Reed. Uh, uh, that's the story that's out there on social media. From your point of view, what happened there? Uh, nothing. Like, Patrick wanted to come up and say hello, and I didn't really want him to. And uh, and in my, from my recollection, that was it. I didn't see a tee, I didn't feel a tee, I didn't whatever. Um, obviously, someone else saw that, but... It's definitely a storm in a teacup, so uh, obviously nothing. I can't believe it's actually turned into a story, but, um, yeah, it's, it's nothing. Is there also an element of naivety for, for someone to think who's doing what he is in the world at the moment in terms of subpoenas being thrown out there, that everyone should be able to just come up and say hello and get on like nothing's happened? Yeah, I mean, I was subpoenaed by his lawyer on Christmas Eve, so, I mean, of course, 
Like, I'm just trying to have a nice time with my family and, and, you know, someone shows up on your doorstep and delivers that, you know, you're not, like, you're not going to take that well. So, um, you know, again, I said in there, I'm, I'm living in reality. I don't know where he's living, but, you know, I, I don't, I, if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't expect a Palu or a $750 million defamation lawsuit. Uh, he refiled in September last year, which included some uh, commentators off the Golf Channel. But he's made nearly $5 million bucks in four tournaments on the Live Tour, Patrick, right? Hmm. Should be pretty happy, shouldn't he? Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't have no problems with the Live Golfers. You got any problems with the Live Golfers? Uh, don't love it, to be honest. Uh, Scotty Cummings and Tim Gossage uh, coming up next. National, going national, the boys uh, from WA. The pipe is in uh, a lot earlier than normal uh, today, Dwayne Russell, so don't forget that. Simon, in all seriousness, enjoy your 60th birthday and uh, the weekend that comes with it. Thank you, everyone. Some uh, lovely wishes today. Bill Laurie, Murph Hughes. I've I've enjoyed our time. We're done now, aren't we? We are done, as far as I know. I've always wanted to send me back. Or Kane tomorrow. I think Kane. You got Kane. Kane tomorrow. Come in ready. We punch tomorrow. Because he will be prepared and ready to go. Throwing some punches tomorrow. Ah, Beautiful. Uh, Simon O'Donnell, 60 today. Thanks for all the wishes. Uh, Tim Gossage and Scotty Cummings coming up out of the West next.